friends, and welcome to Screen Vomit, the only movie podcast for normal people. I'm your normal host, Kayla, and here with me today, of course, I have a guest. My guest is uh, also a podcaster of the Dreamcast podcast, and he is a comedian, actor, artist, and shorts king, and that would be Bud Diaz. Welcome to the pod, Bud. Thanks for having me, Kayla. You named all my occupations perfectly. <laughs> Did I do a good job? <laughs> no, you you did the home run, slam dunk, grand slam, out of the park, <laughs> great job. All right. Well, your website also says editor, which I didn't name, but if you want to throw that in there just for completionist's sake. <laughs> I feel, you know, I, I always I took it upon myself to try and be a dude who mm-hmm. does it all and turns out um you can get a lot further if you just pick one. <laughs> But uh, I did the I did the best I could, so I just love everything. You know, it's hard. No, yeah, love and shit rocks. <laughs> exactly, you get it, you get it. And you do a good job at all the things. I'm also a multi things person. <laughs> yeah, I was in the music industry for a long time, so I'm part of that. I got movies going. I got. I mean, what else is there? Those are the only two things That's- I think. <laughs> that's great to know because I don't know anything about you, so that that helps. Oh a yeah, lot. feel free. I mean, whatever. I'm an open book, you know. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, at the, the same side, you don't know much about yeah. me, so but we do know that uh, we both share a love of film, moving pictures, and music, and moving music, <laughs> and a combo. Yeah. <laughs> you've been in a bunch of music videos, sure. right? <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Yes. What's your um, Very true. what's your connection to music? How do you end up in all these music videos? Uh good <laughs> question. I think that I I have kind of like a Barney Rubble aesthetic. So like anytime anyone needs like uh, like a gentle giant or like a, a union uh-huh. man, like a cab driver or something, they I'm perfect you got for it that. Down. Yeah, I got it down. So I think that's I mean, but really, what what had happened is I I ran a comedy show, a stand up comedy show with some mm-hmm. of my friends uh, in Silver Lake for damn near a yeah. decade, and throughout running this stand up and power also violence variety or something show, else? Yeah, 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 power violence. You meet all sorts of people: musicians, artists, poets, comedians, actors, and just uh, clowns. Yeah. You know, just general <laughs> entertainers, and um, and a whole heck of a lot of famous people and. I just was lucky enough to have been, you know, at the right place in the right time. And I I was asked to be in a bunch of cool crap. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that rocks. Yeah. What is your journey with film watching? Do you watch a lot of movies? Do you have a type? Um, What's your journey with that? I'm like, uh, my favorite genre of film is definitely like thrillers. And I say that generally because it's not, it's not necessarily like, uh, horror thriller or psychological it could be um like glengarry glenn ross okay. to me that registers as like a, a thriller for some reason because i it's it's just I, it shouldn't <laughs> but it does it's just like anything that's just like very intense gets your blood pumping get your yeah. blood pumping yeah um like the first film i remember really connecting with was uh the movie the game with uh michael douglas and sean penn and that was like I didn't realize that was Fincher, and I every film after that was just like a huge movie for him, and um, yeah, it just like it just it just left me wanting to talk 
about it with all my friends. Uh-huh. And to me, that's like the sign of a good movie. When when you leave the theater and you like have to meet outside and you have to talk about it and be like, all right, let's get this out. What the hell's going on? You know? Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, I grew up pretty basic when it came to movies. Like uh, I'm from this town, Santa Maria, on the central coast of California. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple place. And so, you know what? I just generally had... You know, VHS tapes of all the blockbuster films didn't yeah. really have any type of, like, super niche stuff. A simple boy from a simple town. Exactly. <laughs> but there there were some things that I had that, like, for instance, uh, my neighbor Totoro, uh-huh. uh, I had, like, the Troma release VHS of that. Okay. <laughs> and and uh, I loved, I would, like, go back to school and be like, has anyone seen this? And no one <laughs> knew what the hell I was talking about. <laughs> Like just these little black little creatures, and they're like little puffballs, and like they and everyone everyone takes baths with their father. Does no one know what I'm talking about? And no, so like no, so I just had that. Also, my mm-hmm. uh, my parents this is a lot about me. Real quick, no, I'm go sorry, for but it. No, my parents were um, wedding DJs my whole life. Oh, so. sick! My dad was also a DJ when I was young. Oh. Trip out. Yeah. yeah, weird. Yeah, so you, you get it. Was yeah. it like, like club or like weddings? Um, I think weddings mainly. I was very young when he was a DJ, and then he opened a CD store when I was six yeah. and then had a music store for the rest until I was 15. It's and I common to either to – <laughs> oh, okay. it's, we're sharing so much. It's common to like either start with a record store and get into DJ or yeah. start DJ and get into record store. Yeah. So you, you probably are going to relate to a lot of this, but I also had like – a lot of um, strange shit uh-huh. because my parents were DJs regarding like movies and things that I watched because they were always looking for like visuals to play at clubs and like different things. So Ooh, like okay. uh, a lot of like early like CGI uh, tapes of like CGI shorts, like Beyond the Mind's Eye and like stuff like that. Huh. And uh, so, again, just more stuff that none of the my <laughs> friends around me could relate to. Didn't grow up with cable, so... Uh, I only had like Channel 6 and Channel 3, and that was basically like touched by an angel and diagnosis murder (laughs) or whatever like (laughs) Christian films they decided to show at the time. Yeah, but like my favorites, you know, was like, gosh, when I was younger, it was like, okay, Jurassic Park, Uh Ghostbusters, not Ghostbusters 2, that one was too scary. Um, (laughs) And like the Blues Brothers. The Blues Brothers single-handedly kind of shaped my comedy and like what I think is funny. Like everyone yeah. has that one movie. Uh-huh. Like a lot of it's like so a lot of people it's Monty Python. With me it was a Blues Brothers. There's just like little tiny because it, it, comedy back then was very subtle. Like mm-hmm. now jokes have to be addressed or else because like executives want to like dummy proof comedy now. Right, right. Where at least as far 80s, as like more major stuff goes, yeah. Yeah, where like in in the Blues Brothers, for instance. There's a moment where they they hijack some other band's show, the Good Old Boys, a country band, and they play a whole country set and kill it. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, when they're done, the Good Old Boys show up, being like, "Hey, sorry, we're late. Uh, where do where's the stage? Where do we go?" And um, John Belushi says he holds up his like a badge or something and says like, "Hey, I'm with the union. Can I see your union cards?" Just trying to like stop them. Mm-hmm. But he holds up a pack, a crush pack of cigarettes. Like, but he just flashes it so quickly. And that was, like, the funniest thing in the world to me. Mm-hmm. To, like, this subtle, tiny little thing that you didn't even barely have enough time to register what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I've almost done that I, in real life. <laughs> Have you ever been to like, Riot Fest? Yes, yeah. So one time I went to Riot Fest and I was hanging with bands, but I didn't have like a band wristband or whatever. So yeah. I was just walking through all the like artist only like places or whatever. But I had uh-huh. this Justin Bieber watch and I just sick. kept flashing my Justin Bieber oh, watch I love that. every time we passed the security and nobody ever stopped me. Let it them was through. pretty Let sick. Them through. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, but like I feel like today... If you were uh, executive and you were watching like an early cut of that, mm. what would happen now is like it would go, excuse me, uh, can I see your union cards? And he'd hold up the pack of cigarettes. And then the guy would go, wait, that was just a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> you know, like they would have to like address. Uh-huh. Oh, it's so <laughs> maddening. I'm like, just let it be a joke. Yeah. Wait, is he is he like a little off or something? Because he just held up a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> And it's <laughs> fucking awful. <laughs> I hate it so much. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what's fun about um, sticking to more indie stuff, too, is True. that you can kind of do whatever. <laughs> exactly. And just fuck around and have fun. Yeah, exactly. Hell yeah. I, uh, I moved to L.A. in 2010, mm-hmm. and uh, I had no, no dreams of working in Hollywood at all, ever. That was just not really? even in so the So why cards. did you move there? I... Uh, I was the number one salesman at Circuit City Stores Incorporated, <laughs> and then in 2009, we uh, closed down. The whole company went under, uh, and then I, my girlfriend at the time broke up with me, and I was like, you know what? It's now or never, baby. If I don't do it, if I don't move to L.A., I don't know what I want to do yet, but I just, I gotta go. You gotta get out of your little town. Gotta get out. Exactly. And then you just kind of fell into a group of... Crazy. Yeah, I thought I I wanted to record bands because I had been recording bands in my mom's like RV in the backyard. Yeah. I had like a fake uh, shanty studio, mm-hmm. and then yeah, I just me and my roommates at the time we just like didn't have any friends, so we just made videos like sketch comedy stuff in our apartment because mm-hmm. we were bored and we didn't know anyone else, and those people ended up being the guys that I did power violence with, and one of them. Is like you know, Whitmer Thomas. He's he's a celeb, killing it. Now he's a celebrity. Certified. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And then Clay's like, you know, directing. He's got a feature coming out, mm-hmm. and then he, you know, he directed with special. Mm-hmm. And then Rod, uh, he delivers groceries still, but he's a very nice guy. <laughs> uh, just kidding, Rod. You're the best. You know this. I love Jag you. Jag him. Uh, no, <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's just it's just crazy. Like. It, what a ride i think over the last you know like 10 years and it's just like it's it's such like a hot flash firecracker experience of just like what if we tried this i don't know we've never done that before cool let's try it and then it's like series after series of like right place right time driving things that just kind of got you to this point where you're like fuck i think i like am i think i'm doing it now i don't know <laughs> like i think i'm have I made it? No, I mean, that's so subjective. I don't even know what that term means. I don't use it like you've made it or you're famous yeah. or whatever. Like, No, but I feel you, though. You're just like, this yeah. is real, is what you're saying. Totally. Yeah. I know that I one thing I for sure that's been threaded through my whole life is that like creative itch. Mm-hmm. Whether it be, and I'm sure you know what it is. Yeah. You felt it. It's just that feeling of like, oop, I, I don't know. I feel... Like, I need to do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what it is. It could be I need to write a song. I need to go shoot something. I need to write something. <laughs> I need to draw something. But there's just, like, this forever tank, this fuel tank that just gets lower and lower and lower until you fill it back up. And, like, 
once you fill it back up, then you can take like a, a three day break, you yeah. know, and, and then you, you just got to fill again. the tank again. Yeah. And it's a, it's a curse, but it also, I feel like keeps you going. It keeps you motivated to make fun stuff and do cool shit. Yeah. But it, and then getting reactions from people also yes. keeps you going. Absolutely. Yeah. I also feel it's one of those reasons why, uh, I do too many, a little of too many of everything, <laughs> you know, like I feel like if, if it were just more directed and focused, I'd probably be a really great version of one thing you know a really <laughs> successful version of one thing but do you have here do you there. have one that you're drawn more to because you end up doing a lot but is there one yeah. thing that you feel the most connected to i think that it's it, it's kind of a toss-up like it's it's between acting and directing cartoons mm. because animation directing is nuts it's so fun it's like yeah. a living in this headspace of like solving all these little problems, but you also have the freedom of just kind of like creating whatever you want within the budget's means of doing. So like if you mm-hmm. don't have a shot or you didn't get the shot, you can make it. And there's like no the limit the limitations are almost endless. Mm-hmm. And then being in front of the camera, I mean I was like class clown guy, you know. Yeah. Like, oh dear Bud pissed his pants in third period, <laughs> you know, like yeah, I did it because I want you to fucking love me. Please love Aww. me. And so, like, I never had a problem being in front of the screen necessarily, you know. Mm-hmm. And I know that I can confidently perform and be funny. So that's that's good. Um, but it's never really – I always dreamt of more because I always knew I could do that, you know. Like, yeah. it was way more challenging to have your ideas and decisions critiqued rather than just being able to make a double chin and do like a New York guy accent, you know, because I could do that and keep you laughing all day. But like, yeah. I, but it's another thing to be. It's too easy for you. Yeah. When you're vulnerable and it fails, you, you're crushed. And so yeah. like, it's it's a whole different uh, ball of wax, whole different challenge. Ball of wax. Interesting. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. All right, should we get into our movie for today? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. I'm 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 absolutely ready. I'm also um fresh off of finishing it cuz I finished the rest of it this morning. Oh yeah. I, so it's like it's right in my head, right in the frontal lobe. Hell if yeah. If that the frontal lobe is the immediate memory part, I don't know, but uh if it is then yes, it's Seems in the frontal true. lobe. Seems true. Isn't that where the bottomies are? Yeah, yeah, probably. Where they? That's where they live. That's where they are. Yeah. <laughs> that's where they that's, live. Because, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Brains. How do they work? Uh, <laughs> no I've yet to figure that one out. <laughs> it's just el- electric, electrified meat. No one, <laughs> no one gets it. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I'm ready. Right. I'm ready. You are. You picked the movie for this week, and that was the 2015 movie Hardcore Henry. So I think this was on my list that I sent you. But why did you pick this? Have you watched it before? No. Okay. I've been fascinated with the obvious device of the first person film that they went. I, in fact, mm-hmm. it was what kind of kept me from watching it because I just made the decision in my head like that's that's not going to work. You thought it was going to be not, corny. That's not for me. Mm-hmm. It's more so like that maybe I thought it would like kind of make me sick or mm-hmm. like yeah, that's it fair. just wouldn't. It would be hard to like how do you do location changes you know like unless it all takes place in one big shot and they just use a bunch of whip pants to like secretly cut everything and but boy it was something special it really (laughs) it was like 
That was 2015, huh? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. That was a dude from uh, uh, District 9, right? I don't know, because I don't know what District 9 is. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure. But okay. District 9 was like the movie that takes place in like uh, South Africa, I think, where like an alien ship comes down and like these aliens, they, they call them prawns and they kind of look like shrimp and like <laughs> little shrimp guys from space. Yeah. Well, <laughs> add it to your list. It's awesome. But um, but yeah, that dude, that main actor, I'm sorry for not having his name. It is. I just looked it up. Char- oh, okay, Char- cool. Charlto? Charlto Copley. <laughs> yeah, Charlto. Hey. <laughs> what a name. Hey, Charlito. Charlito. <laughs> almost shirt. Almost shirt. Mm-hmm. Hey, my man shirt. <laughs> he he just like he's so good. Yeah. He's so good it pisses me off. Like <laughs> He's also in it, Russian Doll if you saw that show. Oh, no, I didn't. I yeah. didn't see Russian Doll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just like he's I don't know where they got this guy, but he's incredible. Where did they, like, they make this boy? Where they make this guy? Um yeah, he just like in this role, he's playing many different roles of like these avatars in uh, Hardcore Henry, and he just brings like a delightful, like unique experience for something. each little something, yeah. little something like little one something he's like guy. this, and one he's like this British general, you know, and mm-hmm. then and another he's this fucking hippie. Then he plays this like badass like punk rock dude with a mohawk, which I assume they shot it all. They shot that last because he had like a shaved head. I don't know if I had to plan it. That's it looked like I a did. bald cap, but I don't know. Oh, do you think so? Yeah. It may have been. They're really good with those bald caps. Yeah. Now. <laughs> Especially because this movie was just like super grainy and rough looking. Yeah. Which we'll get into the look of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> because I've, okay, I've been in hmm. movies. I've, I've acted in movies where like. Hey, brag. Uh, well, no, wait, let me finish. Let me finish. There's more to that. That's not where the, the period isn't there. I've, I've acted in movies where you have to, like, pretend like you're the one shooting, uh-huh. you know, kind of like that Cloverfield type uh-huh. vibe. And it sucks because you have to, like, you're you're standing next to a dude with a very nice camera and then you have to, like, block it out to where someone if someone says hey man give me that camera (laughs) they have to like reach their arms towards the real camera and then you have to like scoop around them as if you're passing it off kind of and uh what were you in where you did this it was i i i swore my friends i wouldn't talk about it it was a film that this british director (laughs) did that is not good and uh, you're ashamed of it I'm a little ashamed of it. I have a copy. It didn't come out in America, uh, but it was released in Australia. So I had one wow. friend in Australia who was able to, like, screen record the whole thing. God bless her heart. She screen recorded the whole thing and sent me a copy through Google Drive. And I watched it once. I was like, you know what? That's it. That's good for me. I watched <laughs> it once. I don't want to do it. But, uh, yeah, it was a film that was played at... South by Southwest, and it had, like, Whit- Whitmer was in it, and Clay was in it, and I was in it. And it was this, uh, this British man made the film. He was one of the creators of the show Peep Show. So when we were okay. on, we when we started, we were like, oh, my God, this guy's awesome. That show's hilarious. One of the funniest shows I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I think it was their attempt at, like, an American comedy. I did figure quotes when I couldn't see that. Okay. But, like, <laughs> an American quote, which is where, like, you know, the bros hit each other in the nuts all the time and yeah. talk about 
talk about bitches, you know? Uh-huh. And it was There's like, a little bit okay. of that in this movie, but. Yeah. Yeah, yeah a little bit, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about but that like, later, but. <laughs> it was just like so, it was so. It was a little cringe. Yeah, it was a little cringe. And we were, we were. But yeah. This wasn't the, what the, you thought it was going to be going No, in. no, no, yeah. not at all. We thought it was going to be like this bad grandpa, like cool, like found footage type thing mm-hmm. where it's supposed to be like we run this prank show YouTube channel and we're trying to like get more viewers. So we got to like up the pranks and do crazier shit and like mm-hmm. and all the pranks, poor, poor wit and everyone. They had to like do these real pranks on people and mix it in with like the actual footage that they shot. And it it didn't mesh well. You could clearly tell when it would like jump from like Damn. the good camera to the bad camera. But <laughs> the point is, it's hard to do this type of movie with like a really nice camera. I'm just assuming that because it looks like they shot with like a GoPro two, mm-hmm. that they probably did shoot with like a GoPro two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know anything about the like the technical side of how they did this. But it's pretty incredible. Um, like there are clear like cut marks and cut points and mm-hmm. stuff in the film and they use like blackouts and to kind of like change change scenes and stuff. But um, but for the most part, there was some things in there that were just so impressive mm-hmm. that I, I wish they would do some sort of like a featurette on how they made this thing because it's pretty, pretty nuts. So I do have the notes on how they did everything. Great. But I'm going to. Well, if you don't want to get bit. into that yet. I'm sorry for it's OK. You you, you steer. You steer. <laughs> What I want to do first is uh, run through the rest of the cast and yes. uh, the critic scores before we get into the the real meat and potatoes. Love it. So this was directed by Ilya Nyshuller, who is also a rocker in the band Biting Elbows. And this is his debut feature. Wow. But he also... Sorry, uh, hard, hard rock? Um, It's like kind of indie rock. Sort of. Okay, because I, I only like hard rock. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, okay. I mean, Continue. Sorry. All right. I'll tell you another note <laughs> later. But it's pretty okay. it's pretty sick, actually. Um, all right, cool. I like hard rock. <laughs> this man also directed Nobody, though. The Bob Odenkirk movie that just came out. Oh, what? Um, yeah. So that's pretty wild. <laughs> hey, directors be directed. Hell yeah. All right? Mm-hmm. In this movie, he also plays a couple people. He plays Henry part of the time, and he plays... Uh, the hippie guy, I think, as well. And then we have Haley Bennett, who plays the wife, was in Devil All the Time, which we've done on Pod before. She's also in Hillbilly Elegy and uh, Marley and Me, so she's kind of Aww. a more known person. And then Tim Roth has a little cameo. Love Tim Roth. He's in a bunch of stuff. He's in most of the Quentin Tarantino movies. Yeah. Um, I'm tr- the wait, Funny Games remake. Oh my God, that was incredible. Yeah. And his first film that Tim Roth ever did is one of my fave films, which is called Made in Britain, uh, directed by Alan Clark, uh, which he's incredible in. I'm skimming through the Hardcore Henry film right now, and yes. I'm trying to remember where Tim Roth shows up. He plays Henry's dad in the flashback at the end. Oh, duh. Okay, mm-hmm. of course. Yes. So it's just Sorry. like a little tiny piece, but... Also, I keep forgetting, this is mm-hmm. 2015, so yeah. I'm thinking like a Tarantino young Tim Roth in my head, but no, that, that, right. Okay. All right. We're good. He's, we're on the he's same He's Daddy page. Roth now. He is Daddy Roth. He is absolutely Daddy Roth. And Daddy Roth rocks. <laughs> Hard rocks. In yes, my fave movie, you. Made in Britain, he is a punk rocker. Um, a Nazi punk, but <laughs> a punk rocker wow. nonetheless. Uh, it's a really good film though, despite being I'll about check it out. a Nazi punk. Um, 
And then as far as critic scores go for this, we got 52% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is rotten, I think. And then, (laughs) but from Google users, 80%, which means that the people know how to rock. So absolutely. that being said, we can watch the trailer and then we can get into the discussion. Sure. Yeah, let's do it. Hello, Henry. Do you remember how you got here? This next part might hurt. Squeeze. (laughs) You and I were, we still are, husband and wife. I love you, Henry. Henry, they want your technology. How do you like the new you? I'm here to help you. Is your speech module installed? But at least we know you're not deaf. Okay, well, the good news is that you're gonna live a while. The bad news is there's an army standing between you and your wife. So let's go get her. I can't believe they got that Queen song for this. I was movie, just gonna say way. that. That's I just wonder. Like, there's got there probably was a version where they didn't have that, and then they got through all the red tape, and it finally happened for them. Maybe or once maybe they, they got just, worldwide distro, that they were able maybe, to get the money to pay for the track. Um, there was a lot in the trailer that. Um, first of all, you know, I I don't know a twenty. 15 uh, did like red band trailers exist then i feel like they did because it seemed like some of the vfx shots just didn't have like blood in it like there was like explosions and bodies flying everywhere but not like a lot of like blood splattering that trailer had like a lot of good juicy stuff in it though I, i i loved it the trailer really fed into the story which i felt like an easy gimmicky easy road to take here would be like to just focus on the gimmick of it being first person mm-hmm. and like and just like the over um like not the gore but the the ultra violence angle of it be like the most one of the most violent things you've ever seen mm-hmm. <laughs> Henry, first person perspective violence 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 like yeah. they just didn't do that it was like oh yeah that kind of they used narration and told the story and got you invested and granted i don't know if that was like a trailer for the release or for like the Blu-ray release because the copy says own it now on, on Blu-ray. Blu-ray. Yeah, but but you know it's it's great. Yeah, good trailer. <laughs> Solid. Am I too positive? Should I hate something? Let no, me hate. I'll I'll hate it. No, no, fuck this movie. I you know what? This movie. You can dog feel shit. however you want to feel, and actually, okay. one thing that's great about this podcast is like usually I do pick movies I've never seen, so it can go any number of ways and sure, you sure. know there's no gatekeeping in any direction so yeah. <laughs> feel what you want to feel fully got it okay so we have to address the first person perspective yeah because it is 
one of the main crazy things about this movie is that it's all in first person perspective. When we wake up, we're out of Henry's eyes and we remain that way for the rest of the movie. So this director, I mentioned that he was a rocker and he actually used the same effect in two of his band's music videos. Bad motherfucker. being the coolest one. And I then... love that. Sounds like hard rock. <laughs> and there's another one called The Stampede. Um, and they're they're both pretty cool. Bad Motherfucker is a really cool music video. I almost sent it to you before we recorded, but I don't know if that'd be too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but so he had, he had a little bit of practice in using this sort of uh, first person technique. He probably put so much time into the research of like yes. testing, doing all the camera tests. Like that's nuts. That would have taken so long. Because if you were to just, you know, glue an iPhone to your forehead and do try and do that yourself, like, it'd look like hell. It'd look bad. Yeah. It'd be so shaky and disorienting and, like, it'd be way too jarring. So, yeah, kudos for putting in the work. Yeah, so it did take a lot of work. And actually, one of the first things that they realized was that the cameras actually capture a better per- first-person perspective on the chin area versus the forehead. Um, and there's more stability in that area. And oh. they used GoPro 3 cameras, GoPro Hero 3 cameras, and had to custom make a mask to hold the cameras on the heads. And they went through kind of a series of masks. And actually, the first couple clips they did with this kind of style were shot with a predator mask that they bought from like a mask store um oh. and they just cut a hole in it for a better view and just <laughs> left the jaw to put the camera on dang um, they went full like slipknot with yeah. it that's awesome <laughs> but they're like it looked cool but it was very inconvenient <laughs> and sure yeah <laughs> there was some point where they were doing like a one made out of metal um, and then eventually they just 3D printed a thing so that it would be lighter and plastic. And it's like a custom thing that I think you can like actually buy now that was designed by their one of their stuntmen slash camera operators. And it's called the Adventure Mask, I guess, um, that Whoa. uses stabilization systems with magnets. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so it's pretty insane. But that headgear is still pretty... Like, it's a lot on the actors. Yeah. Henry in this movie was played by 10 different stuntmen and cameramen, including the director at some point. (laughs) I mean, Um, yeah, I believe it. The original guy who played him was hurt by the... By the rig, uh, it caused him severe neck pain and a herniated disc, and oh, so he no, had to quit that, <laughs> doing it. That's bad. Herniated disc is like that'll mess. That could mess you up for life. Yeah, oh, I hope I hope they gave him a buttload of money. I hope so too. And then another one of the guys uh, also got neck pain, and he uh, chipped a tooth during a stunt. And <sighs> so it's kind of still like not great. And I think kind of overall, it seems like. Having this shtick while cool uh, just caused so much like pain and money and time because also you have the thing where um, since it's filmed with GoPros, they kind of do a little bit of a fisheye thing. So the editors had to go in basically frame by frame and like fuck it up a little bit so that the fisheye thing wasn't there and kind of deteriorate the quality of the shots a little bit uh, because of that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, when you when you like compensate for that curvature, like it, it, it warps and degrades the outsides. Yeah, I doing the VFX shots must have been a 
absolute nightmare. Yeah, and on this, it was know? also a nightmare because they got so wrapped up and worrying about the GoPro and the setup of the headgear and that kind of stuff that they actually also forgot to take continuity shots. So then the, oh <laughs> the, the effects crew had to just like pull stills from video uh, for like the vans and stuff like that, that they, some of the vans are completely CGI. And there was one, yeah. at least one location where they just straight up like Googled what the inside of this building looked like to try and like get perspectives on it and stuff. Um, oh, so that's kind of interesting. <laughs> And they oops, also big <laughs> they also could only shoot in like short bursts and then had to edit on scene to make sure that things cut together the right way because there's so much action and all that kind of stuff, too. I was just fascinated by the choreography and the yeah. blocking of like like the one that they use in the trailer, too. It's it's where they're on top of a van on the freeway and like he hops off of the motorcycle onto the van mm-hmm. and then his buddy like tosses him up a grenade he then he grabs a grenade throws it in the hole it explodes that projects him into the air then the motorcycle <laughs> flies him from under him and catch he lands on the motorcycle uh-huh. like there were so many Man, moments that's gotta like hurt that his nuts too oh absolutely yeah <laughs> and I, I was just looking at this like how they do that not so much how they do that but like how did they do this multiple times? Yeah. Like, it just doesn't seem like the type of thing that you could be like, all right, great. Let's go ahead and get another one, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, unless it was just complete green screen and everything was green screen, but like, and it, like how they did episode one in Star Wars, but like, I don't know how, it, it's just like insane. They, again, the preparation that went into this, like, there's probably like a full animatic, like meticulous storyboards going into this you mm-hmm. know there's nothing about this you can wing at all True. like you have the mad preparation went into this and there's jokes there's so many jokes <laughs> throughout the whole thing it's incredible it's like it's cool and it's funny <laughs> yeah are you kidding me it's so good and and that's what's so great about that that actor who which i can't pronounce his name he, he's so charming and like funny uh-huh. and there's just all these little moments that are because I, I work in animation primarily and like the, all animations, comedy are just like little moments, you know, uh-huh. and like that really resonated with me watching this, like all these tiny little things. Yeah, it's awesome. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. One, one thing, too, is when you get into a movie like this, they could have gone two ways. They could have gone like, oh, this is just your traditional sci fi thing. And, and the movie opens and it's cyborgy, and then it just gets like super violent out of nowhere. The fucking intro, the credits, yeah, are slow motion up close visuals of people getting stabbed, shot, like heads cut off. Like, mm-hmm. in fact, there were some. I'm not like a super gore fan in film, but like there was some shots where I had to like look away, like, oh god, really? I don't want to see that. Yeah, and but it like kind of really set the tone for what, like, what was to come like immediately in the in the credit sequence uh-huh. so great job on the credit sequence too like <laughs> very like there was one of like a dude getting stabbed through the neck with a huge knife and it very slowly impales one side of the neck camera turns around and shows it coming out of the other side of the neck and just like so much blood coming out and it's just like okay and all that's all right. happening with like a dancey new wave song like playing yes. over it too, which rips. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. 
Um, and like one of the one of the songs that they used uh, during the freeway scene was very like like ninety nine two thousand UK metro like kind of like a dance club all like early techno kind of sounding almost mm-hmm. you know it, it kind of reminded me of the song that plays when it's like you would you wouldn't steal a, a purse <laughs> like you wouldn't steal a car so and you know the like don't pirate dvds yeah. song it's like yeah the music throughout the whole movie yeah it's so good and yeah it had a i don't know was it was it british russian it's russian right okay okay yeah they totally nailed that like absolutely nailed that yeah that that whole aesthetic is by like eastern european kind of thing is is fucking great hell yeah sorry again i love this movie no you're great dude (laughs) absolutely go off when you feel like you need to like don't feel weird about talking about the movie that's literally why you're here (laughs) so getting into like the story a little bit what's going on we wake up as henry and we're kind of henry the whole movie like we said Mm because it's first person he's got a a hottie waking him up in the morning, <laughs> mm-hmm. giving him a robot arm and leg, Alita Battle Angel style, but they do turn into skin looking, skin yeah, looking they, contraptions. They, they paint it, they paint it brown. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And when he wakes up, he has no voice, so they have to visit the Doctor of Sound. When suddenly there's a security breach, where we meet a sort of Draco Malfoy type guy right that has like jedi powers he is scary like <laughs> i i will give him that like that's like one of the ultimate villain powers that where you're like what am i supposed to do against this how do like mm-hmm. how do i fight against this a man who can just move shit with their mind yeah no they're gonna win every time and he's so like cheeky he's such like a cheeky little bad guy too <laughs> And, like, of course, this cheeky little s- slender man is going to have, like, the coolest power, the m- the best power. But, yeah, it, it, it was, like, funny and – but, like, also you, you generally, like, did feel fear for this person because I did anyway. I, I, I like to imagine myself in the movies always and I would be scared. So <laughs> I was able to relate. Yeah. And that's why you can't watch stuff that's too scary because you're in there. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Hell yeah. So they don't say in the movie how this guy got his little like telekinetic powers or whatever. But there is a comic prequel to the film called Hardcore Aiken. His name's Aiken that you can buy online (laughs) for three bucks, (laughs) uh, which I read. So this guy's superpowers come from... (laughs) During Chernobyl, like the minute Chernobyl uh, happened, he was being born at that same time. His dad was like in the army and was given a pill that was supposed to like save him from Chernobyl. So he gives it to Aiken's mom to try and save her. But it turns out it's cyanide. And so she takes cyanide at the moment he's being born during Chernobyl. And that's kind of like how he started. And then later in life, he developed a drug that would time release and get everybody who took it fucked up at the same time. Oh. Um, but everyone died except him because he has some immunity from being born during Chernobyl. And therefore he woke up with superpowers. And that's kind of his story. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, when did Chernobyl happen? Um, good question. I think it was in the 80s. Okay. Uh, 86? Yeah. In springtime. So I was born in... 
the winter of 86, so Uh-oh. technically was was I born in Chernobyl? <laughs> like, I wasn't in Chernobyl, but I was like, Cherno- I'm a Chernobyl baby. Like, they're like, are you a millennial? I go, no, no, I'm a, I'm a Chernobyl. Chernobyl baby. I'm a Chernobyl. <laughs> the- <laughs> so right, have you yeah. ever tried to do your t- telekinetic powers? <laughs> e- every day. Every day of my life, I've, God, I, I talk about this with friends a lot where... Like, how much time do you think you put throughout your whole life of just trying to move things with your mind? And they're like, oh, God, maybe a 100 hours probably my whole <laughs> life. Like, of your whole life just being like, I bet you I could move this real quick. And then you like, and you like, your arms start shaking because you're like <laughs> tensing up. And you're like, oh, yeah, maybe if I do that, maybe if I do the shaky arm, yeah. that'll be what'll do it. Or I'll, I'll like tense my neck and make my head shake. Yeah, the... The the vibrations are going to carry. What part of your body do you have to make shake before the telekinetic know, yeah. kicks in? Which, yeah, exactly. Like which which <laughs> muscles do you have to clench before the telekinetic connection is made between you and the object? You know, <laughs> how many cheeks do I got to clench to get exactly. the remote to fly into my hand? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and like ugh, I I pray I used to pray like just move just slightly move. You know, like I just want the pen. You're praying to, like, to God. Yeah, God, please. Just make the pen slightly roll. If you just show me, if you, I can do that, like, we're good. I'll, I'll, I will only use my powers for good. I used to pray to God about um, Super Mario. Oh. <laughs> I'd be like, just... dear God, if I can pass this world on Super oh, Mario, <laughs> then I will never do anything bad ever again in my life. Oh. <laughs> Amen. And and you did? <laughs> I, um, I think a lot of the times, I mean, eventually I beat them. Thing is, I'm classically bad at video games. Sure. I still am. Even video games that I've played, like, my entire life. There are, like, three games that I can play well, maybe. <laughs> They're tough. They're tough, these damn video games. They're only getting harder. I know. And I can't do any of that. I'm, I'm baby games only. Oh, <laughs> ba- all right. Uh, Stardew Valley. <laughs> Yeah, Animal yeah. Crossing, I got those down, you know. There's this great DDR. game you might like um, <laughs> for iOS, for like Apple mm-hmm. iPad and stuff. It's like a pond with a bunch of like little fish that are I've swimming I've been watching around. your baby games streams. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so it's like a pond. So you put the iPad down on the ground. It's a pond with a bunch of little fish swimming you around. You go fishing? And, and you just touch the... Well, it's like... It's technically for cats, but like <laughs> you, you just like touch the fish... <laughs> And then this the fish swim down. Game. This is a cat. Oh, sorry, game. sorry, not a baby game. Yeah, I call my cats my babies, but it's a, it's a cat game. Um, you probably love it, to be honest. Like, I can see you getting. If you're not great at games, I can see you getting at least 14 hours of fun out of this. You thing. think so? Oh yeah, highly recommend. Give it a shot. I you thought the one it. you played last night looked pretty fun. I, I bet I could pick up some eggs. And, uh... Oh, for sure. Uh, what was it called? Like a he- egg-, egg farmer or something? I don't know. Look, I... Okay, I could pick up me... some eggs and kill some flies with a knife, definitely. Here's, here's the quick the quick story. I just... Mm-hmm. I gotta plug... I gotta plug this. Plug, I'm sorry. Um, a long time ago, I said, hey, you know what? I'm gonna buy a monitor and tilt it sideways, and I'm gonna play pinball on it. That would mm-hmm. be fun. And I was like, where did the hell do you find pinball games in 2020? Mm-hmm. So... I look at it and I find this website called GameFools.com mm-hmm. and it is a shit show. It's like <laughs> it basically contains all these games that you can hardly call them a game. Yeah. Like, for instance, one 
Well, one is called Dig the Ground. And <laughs> you... <laughs> And you can guess what the point point of that is. (laughs) So, yeah, I and also they have a subscription service where you play like unlimited or not unlimited. There's over like fifteen hundred games you can choose from. (laughs) Like you can't play them all. Mm -hmm. But it's fifteen dollars a month, which is kind of steep. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty steep. But you're paying it is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. I've been paying for about a year now. (laughs) And like I. Because a lot of these are, like, translated, I feel, from other languages, maybe. Uh So, like, when the characters pop up and talk to you, they just, they, sometimes they just make no sense. (laughs) And the point of the game is usually either very simple or, like, way too complex. Like, that egg hatchery one Uh was just, like, basically the tale of, like, commerce. And you just kind of, you start with an egg and you hatch a chicken. Uh And you turn that chicken you sell it to the old witch in the village, and she gives you. You talk more to woman, money. or whatever it's. Ta- oh yeah, yeah. The prompt says, "Talk to woman." You're like, "Oh, <laughs> okay." I'll go talk to woman. Hello, woman. Yeah, and it's fucking crazy. And these, I've been trying to play. Sorry, I won't spend too much time on this. No, but, it's okay. Um, one that I played a few nights before was, it's called like the Blind Knight or something, and. You play as this, like, valiant knight uh, who's completely blind, so there's no visuals whatsoever. You, But you use a game controller. So it's like, follow your follow the voice of your daughter, and you hear her going like, this way, papa, this way. And, and so you're moving with the joystick, and you hear, like, the crunching of the leaves and your footsteps. And then you hear her, like, on the right side of your headphones. Uh-huh. No, Papa, to your right. I'm over here, Papa. And <laughs> so you're like, ah, oh, crap. So you got to, like, follow her voice. So it's basically like a blind person simulator of sorts. But then other people, like, angry British men show up and like, all right, who's this little blindy? How about you? How about I'll give you a taste of my, my short sword? And you're like, why are you fighting me? I'm blind. Like, stop. So then. So then you have to, like, listen for him to attack you and, like, block with the shield. Again, it's not very visually entertaining when you're streaming this game because there's not a single visual. There's just, like, yeah. loose clouds that kind of move in the background, and that's it. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, wild. Gamefuls, <laughs> look, they got it all. Gamefuls.com, AAA games right on your mobile. Sign up for Gamefuls On Demand. Over 1,500 titles. Um, and log in on your phone. They got mobile apps oh that I guess you can only access on your phone. You're going you're gonna to want to get in. You're going to want to invest. Invest now. I love this complete advertisement. Great. Incredible. <laughs> I'm, on a, I'm going on a podcast crusade to get the word out uh, for GameFools.com. I'm so surprised it's not a .net. Like, I don't yeah. know how... It's a dot com, but it is. Or dot something weird. Right, yeah. dot biz or just something Game something back in the day. The <laughs> website looks like it's from ninety eight. Like it's it's nuts. Hell it yeah. hasn't changed at all. Yeah. <laughs> that rips. Okay. The movie. <laughs> right. Um The movie. The movie. So Malfoy has broken into this joint before this man can get his voice. And I think it's interesting. If we can reveal the twist later in the movie, is that this Malfoy dude, I 
<laughs> he just looks so much like Malfoy. That's fun yeah. to call him that. He schemed this whole thing and kind of invented Henry's bod to make him like a super soldier for his army, I guess, question mark. Uh, why he needs an army, never addressed. Uh, Pinky in the brain style to take over the world, I guess. Yeah. But knowing that he schemed this entire thing and invented Henry, I think kind of makes the beginning and some parts of the movie interesting because what purpose does this serve to like blow up his own lab and not let this man have a voice and kill his dude in front of him like yeah what purpose does that serve him you know that's wow yeah well i thought about this actually mm-hmm. because i had the feeling oh i'm sorry spoilers uh but the wife she's in on it mm-hmm. but I had a feeling that the wife was going to be in on it, like when she first appeared. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I've just seen too many TV shows and movies at this point. Yeah. But I had the same thoughts you did of like, well, wait a minute. Hold on. There, w- It seemed legit because the dude came in and straight just murdered people. And so, like, maybe it was just to kind of drive the believability of it, you know, to just have it. He had like really, really go method <laughs> with this like thing. <laughs> And, like, blood had to be shed in order to get this. And they didn't seem like they valued other people's lives very much anyway. True. So, in a way, they kind of, like, got off on it, you know? So, he's doing this just with the express purpose to, like, create an enemy out of this man, you think? Yeah. To make him have something to fight against to maybe make his skills come out? It just seems like they could have done that in a much simpler way. No, you're right. You know what, though? (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Like, I guess I didn't really think about the purpose Mm -hmm. of Henry. Huh. When I got to the end, I guess I I, I get the the big twist, but, like, I, I don't really understand, like, what exactly was his specific, like, what made Henry unique, you know? Well, I know it made him unique with the, the memory stuff, but, like, what was his thing like what was what made him special yeah i don't i don't know either and like they didn't give him even like a heart charger thing so like why did they do that unless unless they kind of said like the thing was to make one of these soldier guys with love or whatever being his driving force but then they also later in the movie show like a uh clip thing of a bunch of guys waking up with her pretending to be their wife or whatever okay my my guess is that that henry's story wasn't like necessarily special that like maybe it was just this one tale of one of many people that or so does he do this for every man no but i think (laughs) that like Spend your entire life fighting your own army. <laughs> the only thing that makes him desirable by um, the guy, the doctor's like trying to find him mm-hmm. is that he like kind of planted a special, he planted like little tidbits of memories in him. You know, mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me of a, uh, did you ever see Dark City? No. Okay. Dark City. It's like a nineties jazzy noir sci-fi film where basically it's these aliens that are, trying to find the human soul so like every night where one person's like poor they'll make everyone go to sleep and then change the city and like shape shift it and then people wake up with like new roles to where like if someone was poor now they wake up and they're super rich but every there's one doctor he's like the only human who's aware of this he injects people in the head with like new memories 
And uh, in the movie, he like he's trying to set up like he has like a lifelong goal of like trying to build this one guy up into like the one kind of the one who will like disrupt the system. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, he's he implants like small memories enough to like keep you thinking like, wait, what am I what am I remembering right now? Who is this person? Mm -hmm. Like there's something there. And so that's, I think, like what makes him special and makes him like the one that they're searching for, you know, Mm -hmm. Um is that he's the one who had these like little tidbits of a of a past kind of put into him. Whereas before, I don't think they had any of that. All of them are just sort of brainless. But yeah, I think he's just he was just like a average who gives a shit kind of cyborg <laughs> guy in the system. But uh, but he had like a little something special in his brain by design by the doctor. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So to get out of this little uh, takeover from Draco. They blast rock and roll that gives everyone a shockwave so they can escape the room, which was pretty uh, sick and badass. Hard rock. Loved it. Yeah. I thought there would be more rock and roll happening throughout the movie, but that was really it. It was just the beginning when the sound guys were rocking when they walked in and then they blast rock and roll (laughs) to get everyone out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Uh, I just thought there would be more, maybe. What if they went to a, a gig instead of a brothel later? Right, right. You want like more. You want more live, live music. Want to be a little more punk the... rock. Sure, sure. There was like the <laughs> when the punk avatar was hacking and slashing. Mm-hmm. There was some punk playing over that scene. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But uh, it, it kind of leaned more like techno. Yeah. Kind of like industrial vintage hard rock. Or like video game, like intense totally. video game music for sure. They definitely exactly. like. Not only is like the first person POV very video game, but. I think they continue throughout the movie to kind of introduce little bits that are video game aspects, I think. But I thought that was kind of cool, actually, that they yeah. like fully went for the whole vibe instead of just ending with the shtick, which they totally could have done. Um, totally. I respect that. I think like in uh, so as far as like first person shooter video games mm-hmm. go, I only traditionally will play ones that are like i'm like learning some sort of history like i like world war ii first person shooters Mm -hmm. but i i don't like you know all the modern stuff like you need a reason a reason to kill yeah i need like a reason to kill exactly (laughs) that's the only way i'll do it (laughs) so but this is a thing that they do a lot in some of the great like first person shooter historical games Mm -hmm. is like these cutscenes from the from your pov like, there's nothing worse than when, like, you go to a cutscene and the camera pulls out and uh, you're like, oh, I'm just watching, like, a mini movie right now. Yeah. But when it's from POV, just, like, it's exactly how Hardcore Henry is. It's, like, the exact same aesthetic where, like, someone puts a gun right up to your forehead and then and then they get, like, shot from the side. And then your ally shows up and was like, that was close, mate. Let's get <laughs> yeah. you out of here, you know. And then you both, like, hop in a Jeep. And then now your next level, you're in, you're in a Jeep shooting people out of the back of the jeep it's just like yeah yeah keep it going keep it going but there's never like any breath in there you know like it, it's just like a non-stop go 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 yeah. which this movie very much is this movie totally is and even yeah. just like at the beginning when before they've even escaped the airship or whatever when just like the wife is like come on this way follow me you know like even yeah. that felt like very video oh game-y. absolutely mm-hmm. very very video gamey too Mm-hmm. I love it. Like, like if 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 you were playing that game and you just stood there, she'd just sit there repeating that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? totally. Come on, this way, this way. <laughs> she'd just be stopped on, somewhere in the me. distance, and that come on, over. Yeah, yeah, over and over and over until you win. <laughs> totally. So they do get in an escape pod and crash land, and it's pretty much just like 
like you said, it's all action from there on out. Like, there, there really isn't a breath in the entire movie, uh, almost ever. Because when he gets out of the, the escape pod, there's a whole bunch of Russian mob guy type dudes uh, who tase him until he flies off a bridge. And then there's more Russian mob guys that he has to fight with guns. So it's just like one thing after another after another for forever. It was epic. Awesome. Loved it. <laughs> So he gets in the car with some British guy who tells him he has only 20 to 30 minutes to live unless this guy helps him. And then this guy is instantly uh, murdered by Russian police. A cab, obviously. A cab. <laughs> but uh, we see this kind of develop as a pattern throughout the movie, uh, which I thought was fun. Is that like every time somebody's like, you need help right now and I'm the only one who can do it, they like instantly die. Uh, I just thought that was really fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> the next guy who helps him is on a bus who gives him like a phone with a map, which is another sort of video gamey type thing. I thought like he has a map he's carrying with him with his little mm -hmm. plot points he needs to get to. Mm -hmm. And his next goal is to break into Slick Dimitri's house, rip his heart out and grab his charge port. So much happens in that movie. <laughs> I forgot about the whole Slick Dimitri angle. Like... <laughs> I totally forgot about that guy. That just felt like a year ago. When that... Wow. Totally. Um, so, okay. So yeah. Slick Dimitri was like a another one of him. I guess. Right? Yeah. Just he instead <laughs> of Henry, addressed. he was Dimitri. Yeah. Not addressed. <laughs> he was just also living like a cool, cool European lifestyle. Hell yeah. Just being a badass. Goals. Um, yes. <laughs> but this guy that helps him on the bus... At one point, does look out the window and sees a guy with a like flamethrower, um, but says like, "God, that guy's wearing the gayest jacket I've ever seen." Oh, is that what he says? Yeah, that is what he says. Oh, I couldn't tell. Oh, I had subtitles Oof. on. <laughs> Rough, but uh, yeah. And we get—it's not too bad in this movie, but there are just like a handful of instances that are lines like that. Really? Well, look, if mm. like. If he's saying it looks gay, I thought it looked really cool. So gay is cool. So there. It's settled. Gay is cool, the official stance yeah. of this podcast. Thank you. Yes. Because I saw that his he was in like a insane like what was it? Like pris prism yeah. suit of sorts. Yeah, like, sort of prismatic. I've never seen any suit like that ever in like a movie. I mm -hmm. can't think of one ever. It's just like it was awesome. And like I was kind of stuck on that for a while because I'm like, what does that dope ass suit do? <laughs> is it a, like flame retardant? I suit, I guess or? that it is. Yeah, that would be my guess. Is that it's yeah, just like works like tin foil. It's like it was almost like a like Mister Freeze's suit mm -hmm. from that bad Batman movie where like it just looked like crystals. It was awesome. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it was pretty sick. Yeah, it was, I I loved that suit, and uh, I'm glad that it came back again. It it had like a a second wind mm -hmm. at the end too, mm -hmm. which was like I almost like started clapping when I saw the <laughs> flamethrower guy come back. I'm like, what What is this movie doing to me? Dude, like, this is <laughs> for sure a hoot and holler film. Yes, uh, yes, you got to do a hoot and holler at least once in this, if not multiple times. I think. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I um I tried to also imagine myself in a theater watching this, and I couldn't because. There, there was only a couple areas that made me feel like a little Nauseous. seasick. Yeah. Yeah. But like on a small screen, it's fine because you can kind of look away. But I can't imagine being locked in a theater, like having to look up at this constantly. It's probably so nauseating. I agree. And also, 
I don't know how well like the first person of it all would play on a larger screen. Like what's no. cool about a normal TV is that it's like the size of your body, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 So like Perfect if his arms for the were, small screen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if his arms were huge, then what would that be like? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> It was wild. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so he does get to uh, Slick Dimitri's house. Uh, the girlfriend beeps in onto the TV with a message, just like a video game again. Convenient. And Slick Dimitri uh, slip slides away. And that's another, like, he yells at him, oh, you're half machine, half pussy. It's like, okay, we're all guys, dudes <sighs> who love to call each other pussies, okay? <laughs> yeah, that, that the, the pussy theme was like very, it was throughout the whole thing. Yeah, there is. That was very common. The gay thing happens a couple times too. Like there's another time later where one of the guys is like, oh, I know there's a stigma about guys who like musicals, but I'm straight, just letting you know, not gay. You know? What, what? I don't remember that at all. <laughs> that was your boy. Uh, Shark, what's his name? <laughs> Charlto. Oh, Char Charlton. Charlto? Charlto. <laughs> well, damn, no, I don't. I mean, I at some point I did have to turn the sub, subs on because mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't understand a damn thing this guy's saying. <laughs> I don't I had know. him on the whole time because I have, unfortunately, a loud-ass fucking window AC oh. in my <laughs> room with my Yeah, TV, well, that's so. the same with me. Yeah. I had the AC, the portable <laughs> AC on. I'm like, I got to crank this up to like 39. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I can't hear a damn thing, but, uh, <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Charlto, shame on you. Yeah. And that means it's not his fault. He's no. just fucking taking the he didn't. Here. He's like you. He didn't know. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? That makes it totally fine. No, that's not. No, that's. that's don't cut that out. You're uncanceled, Charlto. Um, yeah, it, but that's that's a shame. Um, but it does kind of remind me of that movie I was in where they made me say bitches every other fucking line. Be like. I can't prank me, bitches. Mm. Let's go this way, bitches. And I, I remember talking to the director saying, and, and I had the support of everyone just being like, I know, I I just think that this isn't, if it's trying to be like an American comedy, I this isn't how we talk to each other, dude. Mm-hmm. I, like, we'd say dude, or maybe bro, yeah. but like, bro's even cringe. Like, we don't do this, you know? Like, it, this is, this isn't, you know the hangover like i don't, I don't know like the, it's so much had changed between the time that that movie had come out and like when this was okay and normal and, yeah. but i don't know it's but I mean, it I stuck. Still did the damn thing yeah it's stuck yeah. damn it's stuck in australia yeah <laughs> so well loved it over RIP there P to our australian yeah. listeners now you know <laughs> <laughs> now you know um, yeah i wonder if they're if that is what's happening here too, because all these guys are Russian, so like, hmm. yeah, I wonder if they're trying to write to what they think an American audience maybe is. Yeah, and they probably just did like, and also like that exists too in like video games mm-hmm. with first person shooter with like True. cinematic cutscenes. There's a lot of uh, that talk, and I don't know why because it doesn't need to be there. But I also we're maybe we're just in a bubble and that's just how most people talk to each other it probably also makes a difference that almost the entire cast is male and crew (laughs) for that matter yeah right like they don't have a lot of diversity going on in their crews and even all the women who are in this movie are uh sex workers just there to serve the men really (laughs) right yeah what are we talking about why are we sorry let's why are we even talking about this 
it's okay. <sighs> I mean, I still find I still found the movie to be largely enjoyable, you know. But if you're going yeah. to present a critique, that's certainly one that you can present. Sure. Yeah. 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 And it's okay to not like certain things, but still like a movie. Right. Okay. So right. you're not canceled, but. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you for thank you so much. <laughs> you heard it here first. That's the first time I've ever heard anyone say that. That's crazy. That you're not canceled. That I'm not canceled. Yeah. So thank you. At least huh. look, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Hey, the there's still plenty of light in the day. So <laughs> oh fuck. Okay, we'll change the subject. We're never gonna get through this movie. <laughs> no, I'm we're sorry. Not. We're. It's okay. It's not gonna happen. Let's okay. hear. I'll I'll stop. You go. Let's go to the next. <laughs> We're about we're we're 15 minutes into the movie so far, so let's let's keep going. Let's keep well, going. luckily, like most of this movie is like large action sequences, <laughs> now, so now like you're gonna skip. All right, and then there's a big explosion. Okay, it's yada, cut, yada, and yada, it's, yada. It's, yeah, shoot, shoot, shot shoot, in the head. Yeah. Anyways, there we are. The final scene. It, <laughs> okay. Even like okay, so even like Slick Dimitri, he finally does catch the Slick Man, and. Uh, He's like, wait, I have something very important to tell you about the guy who sent you here. And then his head gets blown off. So mm-hmm. that's another one of those, like, guy has something important and instantly dies things. Mm-hmm. So he does get the charge port from that guy's chest, though. So now he has a good heart. This is when he gets the phone call for his next mission, I guess you could call it, to go to this certain dot on the map and knock on the knocker, he says. And when he gets there... <laughs> It is a titty-shaped door knocker with a nipple-piercing uh, thing that you grab and to knock the door. Yes. So just some more guy stuff. <laughs> Guys love that stuff. They really do. Hell yeah. Um, so, so this whole thing is like gunfights. And you know what? I felt, I felt like that opening credit sequence that we talked about like introduced such cool gore yeah. that I thought we really didn't get as much of during the actual film, which was a little bit of a bummer to me. Yeah. Um, you you don't have to leave this next part in, but it, it kind of, I had to like pause it for a sec because I don't know if you remember back when like some fucking piece of shit dude like went into like a mosque and like shot a bunch of people uh-huh. and he like put a camera on his gun and like live streamed it while he was doing it. Oh. And I made the mistake of watching some of that video and it's like haunted me and it looks just like this movie really and i was like fuck so like yeah when i was watching it at first i had to like pause it and kind of like recalibrate and remember like that's not this so just clear your brain this is fake this is absolutely fake these are actors remember these are actors Mm -hmm. because that watching that little tiny tidbit of that video is just so awful and Mm -hmm. and it's like the same type of video and the same frame rate and like it, it's just yeah ugh, it was it just really like kind of like got me so oh, like shit. yeah i had to kind of like you know stop down flush my brain out a little bit and like get into it into like a this is an action movie get in action brain mode, you know <laughs> so for you uh, it felt too gory yeah too i mean gory. again i'm i'm just so you're sensitive it doesn't it doesn't do it for me mm-hmm. i i don't know i don't get it like you know i grew up with like all these wacky friends that were all into like rotten.com and stuff. Yeah. And they just like were obsessed with all this. I'm like, yo, are, what the hell's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> I, I, there's nothing at all about this that like gets my rocks off. This, this is not cool. I think also maybe once you experience real gore or real 
death, that absolutely can change your perspective on fictionalized yes gore and death and violence as well bingo yeah yeah but i do think like kind of stylized like goofy gore is fun to me um that yeah. if it doesn't feel too real and i kind of thought i know you were a little bothered by the opening sequence but i i thought that was kind of more like goofy <laughs> stylized like kind of fun gore it did sure sure that's sure, not sure. how like yeah. people bodies work like <laughs> like their neck just right. like tearing or whatever like it's stupid <laughs> yeah it was it you're right it, it was pretty dumb it's okay that it bothered you though <laughs> okay thank you yeah it, i don't want to invalidate uh, your feelings no no and you know it's it's funny too because like when i'm playing like video games even though they're you know educational war games yeah <laughs> um i still am very much shooting other humans mm-hmm. in the game so like you know, they, 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 how is that okay? I can't, and this isn't, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it, once you kind of relinquish that like irked feeling of humans killing each other, it's, it's actually a pretty fun movie. It's <laughs> yeah. pretty fun. Yeah. It is pretty fun. And I feel like that perspective also makes it so that at least I felt like I couldn't look away. You know, like there's always something happening and I feel so involved with it. Oh my gosh. Imagine like, ex- imagine like nodding off. For like a minute or two during this movie, you just you have to like start over. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you'd just be in a totally different like part of town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, no man. Idea. Yeah. Story wise, you might not miss much, but like right. action wise, yeah, it's grand packed. Yeah, absolutely. It kicked ass. <laughs> <laughs> he runs back into the Draco guy at the brothel too. And there, there was one instance of cool violence there where he threw like a serving platter through someone's head and like cut their mm-hmm. head in half. I thought that was pretty sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you Love hated it. it. <laughs> I mean, uh, some reason, okay, some reason I don't mind like a head slice. Uh-huh. Like there was this movie called um, 13 Ghosts. Uh, That's yeah. pretty bad. I saw where, that, a, but a long time ago. Yeah. yeah, where someone gets sliced by like a door, uh-huh. but they get sliced shoulder to shoulder, so like width wise. Okay. And then the so like the front half of their body slides down, revealing a cross section of the back half of their body, and like it was just so outlandish that <laughs> I was like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Like that that wouldn't happen, you know, and. But yeah, I kind of felt it. It was also like super VFX looking too when they did it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, that's fine. So that one's practical. Okay. Yeah. Pr- practical head slice. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe not for me. But, uh, but yeah, like a a classic VFX head slice. I'm totally fine with that. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know how you do it practically, but you know what I mean. Somebody's head would have to be inside. Um, yes. <laughs> I'm sure it's been done. Like, just to give you an idea, one more thing. Uh-huh. Whenever movies use real bones, mm-hmm. which is a thing, yeah. I have trouble watching it. Because, like, I see I see these bones, and I'm like, that's, that's like, my brother. Yeah. You know? Like, it's just crazy. I, I can't. Where, where other people are like, ooh, spooky. They used real human bones for the boneyard scene. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> Put them in the ground. Leave them alone. Like <laughs> you're just asking for a haunting. That's my brother. You yeah. know, I just the whole time he's like, "That's my brother." You got too but, much respect yeah. for the dead. Yeah, and they got totally. no respect. They got no respect. I, my brother would be pissed if he knew that. <laughs> well, maybe not. Maybe he'd be stoked if he knew his bones were being used in like Indiana Jones or the something. movie star. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Didn't amount to shit while I was alive, but after death, baby. Then you could say my brother's a movie star. His bones are oh. in this. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was like a Carfax for the bones and you could like, no. And credit all the people. Yes, yes. If, in the credits. Look, if you're going to use someone's bones in a movie, you've got to give them a credit. Put them in the credits, yes. Give them IMDb mm-hmm. and credit them. Put them in SAG. <laughs> That's what unions are for. This is I'm the guy at the union board meetings demanding this psychotic shit. It was like, okay, uh, we can't let just anyone pay into this thing. We there needs to be a screening process. We get the, the we got old buddy Bones over here advocating for Bones again. A pile of bones with the sad cards. <laughs> Look at this skeleton. Look familiar? That's my brother. That's a and he wants credit. Nobody's right? got legs like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> we drink milk every day together. All day we drink milk. Look at these bones. Dick bones. Can no break in these babies. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Where are we at now in the story? <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um. Oh my goodness. So uh, Malfoy, though, again tries to kill him in this scene. Yeah. And I'm still like, what's the point of killing your own guy? I don't know. Sure, yeah. But he gets out of there. Then we have the little scene with the two like dominatrix biker girls. One of those chicks was actually the film's composer. Whoa. Daria Cherusha. Great job, Daria. But uh, they also do use like overlapping subtitles in that scene to like oh, show that's how so good. <laughs> it was cool. I love that. <laughs> I love that so much. Mm-hmm. That was so good. Those little dumb little gimmicks like that, they get me. Yeah. I yeah, that was awesome. No, they rip. That's it it was almost like borderline he like looks down and goes like what the hell is this and like swats the text away yeah. <laughs> like it was like almost that you they're know just, like, like was... cussing him out in russian or something yeah, yeah and they just like overlap each other yeah. it's just a pile of subtitles yeah so good yeah it was pretty sick so they all hop on motorcycles to go get his quote-unquote girlfriend it's just another like shoot explosion scene they do knife a guy in the eyeball at one point i thought mm-hmm. that was cool they do find the girl, and Draco shows up again, and I think hits him with a bat. Yeah, he gives a real long speech about this special bat, I think, or something about like bats being like banned or something. Yeah, maybe they're they're like yeah. very rare in Russia. Yeah, and then he 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 said something like, "You want to take her place? Go ahead." Oh, my valiant knight, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then he just sort of like peers out into the open hole of the van and kind of just being like, the all right, hole. pal, just give me a whack. <laughs> and and then he does. So it was almost like he was just like taking the head bonk in a way. Mm-hmm. It was a little strange, but I mean, I guess, hey, when your back's up against the wall and you got a superhero with a bat and he's like, I want to hit you. You're like, all right, well, I can't say no. I guess just fucking hit what me, What else dude. can you do? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then he comes to being buried. But a dude and a chick find him and there's like a scene of him. Yeah, of them putting him back together again when like his eye is out and stuff. And so you're getting like the dual camera going yeah. on. That was pretty sick. I love that. Was that was awesome. Yeah. And I wasn't even sure if like the footage of him being buried. I thought about this a lot mm-hmm. when it, while it was happening. I'm like, I don't necessarily know if this is supposed to represent like Henry's consciousness. I, I wonder if this is just like, it's just so we can show something, but it's. I think he was still supposed to be unconscious at that time, no? 
did that did it register like that to you because to me it felt like well we 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 need to show him being buried so it's almost like we're just like showing you what the eye cameras see Mm -hmm. but it's not necessarily like henry alive experiencing this it's like he's still out or offline if you will and that it's just like we need something to show you what's happening yes like yeah, I yeah. think I agree. Yeah, I didn't think about it that much, but uh, now that I am. <laughs> oh, I did. Yeah, it, <laughs> I think it you're was right. Like dis- yeah. It was like disconnected. Like there was more like, what's the word? Like there's more like black around the eyes. Or maybe of- he's like in a coma or something. Like his eyes can work, but nothing's going on in the brain. Yeah, there was like heavy, there was like science vignetting kind of happening around the mm-hmm. two circles kind of. Yeah, exactly. Like I like he's on standby in a way, yeah. you know, but he's not he's not like watching this all happen and like processing like, yes. oh, man, I'm being buried right now. You know? <laughs> There's no internal the model. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Hey, what the <laughs> hell's going on? What the hell is this? Am I, are you burying me right now? What the hell? No, it's not. None of that. Just just like they got to show dirty. something. I'm dirty. What the hell? I thought for sure they were going to make him talk at some point. Uh-huh. No. Like he was going to finally get that vocal uh, attachment mm-hmm. and like give one final line, you know? Yeah. But I guess he kind of got that in the tight in the wiping of his finger and the blood yes but sorry yeah keep going sorry keep going keep going okay so the guys who help him get blown up and yada 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 (laughs) (laughs) there it is there's the yada etc guns guns shooting falling out of a helicopter tanks he ends up back with the guy from earlier who has a lab so this is where we get your boy here Yes. Um, Char- Charlto. <laughs> Charlto, bring it. Yeah, who gives him some backstory, finally, that this guy is like a scientist-type dude who makes soldiers for Draco, and that dude did not like the soldiers he came out with, and so let his spine get snapped? So now he's, like, paralyzed. Yeah, he he messed him up. Messed him up real bad. Mm-hmm. He, he was in, like, a room full of kind of brain brainless guys who were just like punching the air <laughs> kind of like a <laughs> like a mosh dancing. pit of sorts yeah. like punch dancing dudes who have lobotomies who only exactly. had fights that was the only thing they yeah. had left yeah yeah like a like a overweight hardcore okay show, i'm back around this is punk rock <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> so yeah so they're just huffing and puffing and it didn't even look like they were kind of hurting them and then that dude just i mean again the power to just move stuff with your mind mm-hmm. like he just slammed him so hard. Yeah. And it just, it snapped him like a twig. Poor little guy. Yeah, poor little fellow. Bless his heart. Yeah, poor little fellow. Bless his heart. <laughs> so, exactly. Because he got paralyzed, then he was motivated to make actual guys. So now he made a whole bunch of alters who are fully functional, um, which is why he had to run away earlier, because he couldn't let the Russians know that he did that um, and see him around walking, because they all look just like him, too. And Right. I think you kind of got to just not ask too many questions in this area, too, because, like, don't all these dudes start as human and then their robot parts added to them? So, like, how do do these guys look like him? They all have different personalities and different accents. Like, what's the deal with that? that, (laughs) I think what happened is he perfected some sort of method, like, because I think what they were doing was using, like, different people, you know, that's why they was like, Henry, Isaac. Mm -hmm whatever they had different names like and the only reason i think that is because at one point he like shoots a 
a glass tube in the ceiling. And remember that little, like, half-born little, like, kind of fetus version of himself drops down. So you think he's, like, cloned himself or something? Yes. I think it's, like, it's a mixture of him. He cloned himself. Yeah, what the fuck was that little fetus thing? (laughs) It was, like, his head. It was, like, his head on, like, this rubber. They look like a, you know, like a size of, like, a 10-year-old or something. And just like this weird rubbery body with like these all these wires coming out of them. So it probably takes a good amount of time to bake one of these suckers. Yeah. And maybe like, you know, a couple of years, maybe a year. I'd be like a whole year. A whole yeah, probably longer. Actually, I mean, why am I spending so much time on this? <laughs> I real people take almost a year. So Yeah, but he but like a year to like full man. Like full man <laughs> that he can pilot, you know? Like full avatar, probably a whole year, year and a half. So uh <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I think he I think he had his own special technology that like he was like, I can't let this get out. Like this is just for me. You know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna use this to like for to help my own selfish goal or whatever he was trying to do. Just get revenge, I guess was his goal at the end of the but day. But he's also spent a little bit of time in quarantine because <laughs> what we see yeah. is he has all of his alters do like a whole full song and dance like musical number <laughs> that was so good it god it reminds me of uh do you ever see southland tales no so southland tales it's it has like justin timberlake and Dwayne the rock johnson sherry o'terry Whoa, sounds sick it's it's wild it's it's like this uh it's the guy who did um uh what's the one with the damn rabbit and jake gyllenhaal <laughs> donnie darko <laughs> It's like the guy that died in Darko. It's a second movie. The <laughs> one with about the movies. rabbit Sorry. and The rabbit and Jake Jones. Well, and, that adds up. And it's like, uh, it was this highly anticipated <laughs> film. I think it's incredible. A lot of people fucking hate it. But yeah, uh, why did I bring this up? Why, what were we just talking about? <laughs> the there was song a and reason. dance. Song and dance. There's like a, a song and dance number that Justin Timberlake does. <laughs> to some killer song that just kind of like happens out of nowhere and i was just like all for it yes this is so cool so when that guy just like broke into that first of all i love this actor he's great yeah uh but then when he gets into that it's like oh yeah dude you've been down here a long time (laughs) you're just waiting for anyone to ask like so what do you do down here (laughs) so he could like so he could do that whole thing it was so good so good how much you must have practiced it Oh, I know. And there was a lot of, like, techniques in that whole shot because it was many versions of himself but all the same actors. So they had to, like, match the cut points exactly. And then to, falling like... down constantly. You had to perfect yes. falling down. Yes. Yeah. I could, I could like, see that on a stage. I could watch it. I'm, like, mm-hmm. envisioning it now on stage of, like, a big song and then you collapse to the ground. And then someone else picks up the song but it looks just like you, you know? Yeah. That's, it was great. Yeah. It was pretty badass. Hard rock for sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, one, <laughs> one of those guys is a certified punk rocker. So, yes. yeah, I think I think it's safe to say it was hard rock. And so in this part two, they find out that Henry's vision has been being broadcasted to the baddies. So Oopsie. now all the baddies have found them in their secret hiding spot. And him and all the alters have to go and fight off the bad guys and protect the main dude. Uh, I think they call him a cripple in the movie yeah. so i don't know if that's like chill to say but that's what they no. call him in the movie <laughs> no not at all in fact he doesn't he call himself that at yes, one point i do believe yes. so okay i mean it didn't seem yeah okay the guy kind of seemed to not like himself very much towards 
at one point he got real sad. Yeah. But I mean, I've never, you know, I got like a lower back pain. That's about all my ailments. <laughs> so I can't imagine what it'd be like living like that. <laughs> Making an altar without lower back pain. <laughs> yes. Be like, I'm so driven. I'm so smart and driven to the, 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 the lower back pain ruined my life so much. I'm going to just sit in a chair. I just want to make a me without minor lower back pain. Without minor lower back pain. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Imagine how functional. I know. Jeez. Incredible. That's so dumb. That's so dumb. I love it. Okay. All right. Um, so these dudes are just like fighting all kinds of guys like. This is one one of the two, I would say, like final boss kind of scenes, like yeah. the level you get before the final boss, where it's just like a million guys and it's just nonstop, like shooting guys, running around a corner, shooting more guys. Um, at one point, they throw a grenade down a stairwell and just a body like flies up. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty that sick. That was fun. Uh-huh. That's straight up like cartoon, like Looney Tunes bit. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> And just when they thought they got all the guys, then just like 200 more guys step out from behind every pillar or anything they could possibly be behind. So they've rigged the ceiling to blow up and crumble. uh, And so it crumbles all the guys. And so they can take off in the van. Yeah. At this point, you're just having fun. (laughs) It's all hoots and hollers. Yeah. When I get to that point, I'm just like. There's no challenge anymore. Like they've they've won. They've done it. They're like on top. And it's good that they kind of let you feel that like glory and fun moment because what came to be what happened next was just like, oh, now, okay, this was all chump change. This was nothing compared to like what you're about to face. Yeah, which is that he gets to uh, Malfoy's house and (laughs) the altar guys die in the elevator um, on their way up to i don't know his office <laughs> yeah rest in peace <laughs> yeah r.i.p guys but they do reactivate his memory first which we do see almost none of uh aside right. from that one <laughs> little scene oh with the uh with the memory wand yeah. of course <laughs> the memory prism <laughs> yeah <laughs> and yeah. when he does step off the elevator that's when it's like 100 percent video game like it looked oh, like for sure. video game level uh, in Doom or something. Yeah, that's shit. Yeah. like the rocket launcher scene <laughs> yeah. where, he, yeah, there's blasting holes in the wall and like it, every, all the lighting is weird because it's such a heavy VFX shot. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. like kind of gray, you know? crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, um, Malfoy has just a video already like cut and edited to like sh- <laughs> play for him, uh, like showing that his wife was fake the whole time and that she's been doing this uh, like act with every guy that he makes or whatever. Villains love to have a video ready of their entire evil plan. They really do. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of like the one thing we know about villains is they're usually filmmakers too. Yeah, um, like and they added like the cool like glitch <laughs> filters you see on like Instagram ads. <laughs> they like want you to download their like glitch pack. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> that's awesome. Just great content. <laughs> Yeah, they definitely uh, sprung for the glitch pack in this one. Wait, what? Okay, what if the video was totally like wrong and they didn't anticipate that the scientist died? So, so the video's all "Hello, Henry." Hello, scientist, and he's like looking like, mm, nope, close. Like you almost, your plan was almost perfect, but I, okay, like <laughs> that is hysterical. 
you're gonna have to write down some of these ideas because okay. they're so funny. <laughs> That's the problem with the pre-planned video. You, you got you, you asked if it's not perfect, it's awkward for everyone. Be my pants. That's so funny. <laughs> Between that Sorry. and the bones representative, right? I'm dying. Yes. <laughs> the. B- all right, I forgot the bones representation. Oh my god, <laughs> fun stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I wish that had happened because that oh, I know. so good. Um, <laughs> um, so after he plays his villain vid, his villain short film um, mm-hmm. <laughs> screening, he brings in these like final boss super soldiers who are like super amped. At first, it's, I think it's just one. Uh, and they have like a little death match, and that's when Henry rips out his heart battery charger. Smart move. We get that sick shot of him like opening his own chest in uh, first person POV, just like pulling back the skin. Well, Malfoy goes like, <laughs> "These super soldiers have a stronger battery than yours does. Too bad you don't have one in your <laughs> chest." <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, okay, you gave him the idea, Dillweed. <laughs> And isn't the whole point that he's supposed to be, like, the latest edition of the soldiers? So, like... I guess. <laughs> like, I, what is even happening? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's the whole, like, uh, the dog in the fight fighting the dog analogy I can't think of. You know, like, who you gotta have the heart. You gotta, like, want uh, yada, it Yada, yada, you know? two dogs, uh, yeah, a heart. <laughs> I can make, yeah, I can make a gun with bigger bullets that more firepower, but you gotta know how to use it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly that's the same that's the same i was looking for yeah <laughs> so a whole squad of these boss soldiers they end up outside i don't remember how they get outside but they're like on the roof the cam is so shaky you can really not tell what's even happening most of the time that was the one part <laughs> that i go okay I'm gonna have to look away for a little bit and like recalibrate my brain a little. Yeah. Cause most of it was pretty easy to track up until that crazy rooftop scene. Mm-hmm. Cause it was like upside down, spin around. Yeah. Now you're up top. Now there's guys up there somehow. What the hell? Like what is <laughs> happening? Like it was just, it was chaos, but Complete it was chaos. so fun. Yeah. So fucking fun. Like there were in a span of 30 seconds, there were like, 15 gags that happened like they've <laughs> crammed in so many little gags like you know oh i'd reach for something and the door handle would break off so i'd look at it and go all right i'm gonna hit you with this door handle and yeah somehow shove into your eye like it was just like every little thing was like a challenge but henry figured it out and used it to kill people hell yeah so that's kind of the the premise of the movie really yeah i mean really <laughs> if something something falls into your lap how do I kill a person with this? Yeah. And at one point, then he finds like two shots of adrenaline from like a first aid kit. Sick. And that's when so like good. the super like hell yeah hoot and holler portion of the movie yeah. begins. Well, when, he, when he shoots his legs, the time like slows down. Mm-hmm. And that's when Don't Stop Me Now starts playing too in the movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I thought at first I'm like, oh, no, is this is this whole sequence going to be slowed down? To get the point across that, like, he can move faster than everyone, Uh you know? I was like, that would be very interesting, but probably a bad idea to have, like, the most epic scene just be in slow-mo, you know? Uh, But they didn't do that. It kind of, like, it speed ramps back, and it's just, like, 
triple speed, basically. And all the all the deaths that happen after he does those shots of adrenaline are like the badass shots I was like waiting for. <laughs> or yeah. whatever. Like guys dying in every type of way. He like throws a guy into a big fan, like a Willy Wonka yes. style fan. Uh, he like wipes the guy's head down the side of a building. When when okay, yeah, when he did when the fan part mm-hmm. happened, I, I whispered to myself, There it is. Yeah. Like <laughs> I was yeah, yeah, I was like waiting for that. But yeah, the face dragging kinda got me. I was like, yeah. oof. The sound design, how what is that? It's like a skateboard like grinding on like a concrete curb or something. Mm. Like yeah. just like ugh, something. Oh, so good. Yeah. Yeah. And then also at some points too, it was just like pure like um like caveman carnage like i'm just gonna pick up a rock and just bash you with the rock yeah you know and he gets blood on his like eyes too or whatever and there's like oh, the yeah, wiping of the blood yeah. that was pretty badass too <laughs> that, I'm, I'm surprised it took that long to do a gimmick with the camera like that to like oh no something's splashed on me i gotta wipe it off like yeah that that I don't think that happened throughout the whole movie. I, I could be wrong, but that was that was funny. That gave me a little. little no, trouble. I don't think it did either. Just like the eyes coming out thing. That's yeah. really the only mm-hmm. eyes gag <laughs> yeah. we had prior to that. But yeah, it was pretty sick. Um, and it gets down to just being Malfoy only. Of course, he can't be defeated because of his Jedi no. powers. The wife comes in and gives Draco a little smooch. And then Draco gives Henry a little smooch and a little mm-hmm. bisexual representation. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, <laughs> is that what that was? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> he's just a he's just a freak. I love yeah. it. You know, as most poly. bisexuals, you are. know, they're Polly. Uh, yeah, they're Polly <laughs> for sure. Yeah. They're definitely looking for a third. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, always. Yeah, they, they're the classic, like, we noticed you from the yes. other side of the bar. That, that's We gotta find a photo of them. I'm gonna make that meme. I'll make that Please. meme. Please. That's <laughs> <Okay>. incredible. <laughs> yeah. No one's gonna know what the fuck this is. Wait, what? Oh, sorry. I'll post it's from it with 2015's. <laughs> from 2015's hardcore Henry, it's a you, russian no? indie film from 2015 do you not yeah hello do you not hello <laughs> yeah that's great uh he also malfoy also like <laughs> does two two inappropriate touches in the movie one in the beginning one at the end uh which i didn't i didn't care for he like kind of like reaches for the doctor the or his wife like mm-hmm. and, like either, I think like grabs her butt or, like touches her between the legs or something and I was like oh man this guy's the worst I am not a fan of this guy yeah he's nasty I hope they kill him <laughs> he's a nasty little guy yeah nasty little sucker <laughs> yeah exactly so he tells Henry that his experiment was a success and that they're going to make a thousand of him by tomorrow which seems like a short production time but and also if they make a thousand and the whole thing was that it worked because she played the wife and they like gave him a wife yes that's what he thinks worked yeah like he thinks that henry was the most successful version of that Mm -hmm. you know like so he goes oh great since we did the whole wife act with you and you turned out to be such a little scrapper, we're going to have a thousand of you very soon and, and you can't stop us at all. He does not realize at all that that's not what made him a little scrapper. Yeah. Like, I mean, it it, it got him like halfway there, mm-hmm. but the rest of it was like the doctor, like the scientists, like assisting him and kind of like showing him the ropes. And I mean, really, if he didn't have the scientists, he'd be screwed like yeah, every time. Truly. So I guess it's like. Oh, what you actually need is a 
a thousand super soldiers and then a thousand scientists with um, a bunch of avatars to be able to like protect them. That's pretty much that. Thousand that would hot be the scientists army. and then like yes. How many like guys though? Like how many guys did Henry kill on his journey to this rooftop? Jeez. Too like. Is, are all these guys going to do that? Like <laughs> That video has to exist, right? On YouTube? Like a death count yeah. video? I've, I've actually seen one, I think it was for like uh, some sort of action movie where they try and like calculate the death toll of like the city scenes where it's like, like from uh, <laughs> Avengers and stuff. And they're like, all right, that building holds about this much. People, let's say it was a uh, end of day, so it's probably at like three quarter capacity or half capacity. That would be about like ten thousand people, and they just like yeah. tally up this like estimate of what the death toll would be in these like action movies. But yeah, he he just human life. There was no regard for it whatsoever <laughs> at this point. And one thing they had in the trailer too, which which kind of made me go, "Oh shit!" was uh when he slides down the escalator and like clocks that woman. And yeah, the woman, allegedly yeah. that was an accident. Like that was a stunt person who was like not in their exact mark, and it was an accident. I, I believe yeah. it because what that's not a real fear of mine, but it's something I think about when I ride on escalators. I go, ooh, these are there might be a guy sliding down. No, <laughs> the, the, they're just sh- they're just sharp stairs, mm-hmm. is what mm-hmm. they are. Like sharper stairs. Did you ever see Final stairs. Destination three? No, they all get sucked <laughs> into the inside of an es- uh, yeah, escalator. No. <laughs> Ate up by no, the no, gears no, no, inside. No, 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 mm-hmm. That sucks. That's too bad. Yeah. Uh, escalators are scary. People don't talk about how escalators are scary. No, not at <laughs> what all. What if your shoelaces yeah, got um, caught in there? Okay, terrifying. Yeah, it's terrifying. That's my worst nightmare. It, it's, yeah, but that, <laughs> but that was like a big... I saw that and that was the one... One moment where I kind of went like, oh, damn. <laughs> everything else seemed like planned, but that one moment, that that didn't feel planned. He did kind of like stop and like apologize to her or something. Yeah. Like too. Yeah, or something. Yeah. Uh, I, I love the director being like, we're leaving it in. It's so good. <laughs> Those are the magic moments that we love. That's why we do this, people. Oh, That's yeah. why we do this. Yeah. Yeah. Allegedly, that was a stunt person. And so she like knew how to fall, right? So that she would be fine. Uh, but that she wasn't exactly on her mark, so she got hit, or somebody wasn't on wow. her mark. That was just what I read, so, like, I don't know, but... I, yeah. That's crazy. Like, every single person involved in that shot had to be a stunt person. Like, just so. in case, you know? Yeah. <laughs> because they, just, cause they signed this all the waivers This whole film is, like, stuff. essentially <laughs> stunt people. <laughs> like, Prob- it, it is, yeah. There are, like, three actors and, like, 200 yeah. stunt people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Wow. Hell yeah. <laughs> I think... After he says they're going to make a thousand Henrys by tomorrow, somehow does he like get blacked out? Maybe he gets like punched with his forces or something. Because um, that's when we get like the little dream of him having the vision of his dad giving him like a pep talk. Yeah, I think he like flies him up in the air and slams him down mm-hmm. real hard, I think. Oh, and then you see Henry's face. Kind of. Yeah, you get like which... a reflection of Henry's face while he has awesome. like a flashback of Tim Roth as his dad saying, basically yes. saying... I'm not going to call you a pussy, but, like, are you going to be a pussy or are you going to stand up and fight? <laughs> right. Yeah. He, so. It's so funny. Like, it, it'd be like, if you know, the, the flashback was like, you're a piece of shit. And then you but then the rest of the conversation was like, you're a piece of shit is what my daddy used to yeah. tell me when I was younger. But actually, I would never call you that, son. I love you. It was like, oh, really? Okay. That's what that's, that's like what basically do? exactly what he said. Yeah. I would never call you that. But it does seem like you're being that. But I'm just not going to say those words. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, I was like, yeah. hmm, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you could have just made him a bad dad and just still given him, like, a life lesson, but hey, whatever. Yeah, whatever, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and then he sees his reflection, and and then he he catches that that second win that only memories and humanity can provide. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he gets up and rips Malfoy's hand in half, Good just straight up God, rips it was, in half. My, I loved it. Uh, my girlfriend hadn't seen any of it, and then walked in on the hand. Part okay, and sick. was just like, "What the hell?" I'm like, I know, right? This is crazy. Like. Right down the middle. <laughs> right freaking live long and prosper, baby. Just rip it right down <laughs> yep, the middle. Yep. Like, it was crazy. And he's like sort of powering up and like taking all kinds of stuff up into the air with him. And Henry yeah. like uses all these floating bodies as like stairs to get up to him or whatever. Yes. Takes out his own eyeball and wraps mm-hmm. the wiring of it around Malfoy's head and uses his own eyeball to chop his head in half. Yeah. That was I fucking so sick. Um, it was. You hated it? I just, <laughs> like, I don't know. I just felt, okay. I, I, Tell I was, me what you I think. Work a little, you don't have to agree work, with me. I work with cords yeah. and cables a lot, all right? Mm-hmm. I can't, you can't do you that. You thought it was poor cable representation? I thought it was poor, absolutely poor cable representation. <laughs> Unless we're dealing with like a heavy nylon thread, monster cable, top top of the line stuff. I mean, you're talking like you like maybe you would need like the tiniest like piano <laughs> string, but like you would cut your own hands off before you could cut the head off, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know. But at this point he was like <laughs> Full on, like anything goes in this movie. Yeah, just do it, you know. Yeah, he gave it a tight squeeze. His head kind of bubbled a little bit, and then he just ripped it, and it a clean cut right off. Hell yeah! And then him and the chick get in like a helicopter, and oh, he jumps off the edge and grabs it. Yeah, so they're in the helicopter. Helicopter? <laughs> yeah, helicopter. Um, and she's like, how could you do this to me, Henry? And that's when he, in the blood, like, takes some of his own blood, wipes it on the wall, and writes <laughs> in the blood the letters E-Z. E-Z. <laughs> Great. He's like, I love I... this. <laughs> it's so good. And and uh, she goes like, where is he? Remember? And he, and he just, like, holds up half the head. Yes. Like, yes. right here. That was great. <laughs> This whole scene, because then he also like ricochets a bullet back at her and she kind of falls out of the helicopter and she's like barely hanging on and she's like, listen to your heart, Henry. And he just slams the door on her hands. Oh, yeah. Just roll creds right there. It's like basically like the CSI. Yeah. Sound. (laughs) Yeah. I I thought I honestly at that point, Mm -hmm. after everything I had seen, I thought he was going to do like the. This little piggy went to the market bit where you like slowly, oh, yeah, yeah, where you slowly take off all the fingers, uh-huh. up, like holding onto the edge. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> like that could have been it, cool too. It, but I did kind of like just like the abruptness that yeah is at the end, and like the camera leans in, like maybe he's gonna save her, and then it goes right up, and he just takes the sliding door right on her fingertips. I I thought it was gonna like also. He was going to chop off her fingertips mm-hmm. and it was going to be like the gimmick was that he closes it and then the just like four, four, fin- uh, eight fingers, I guess, mm-hmm. are just like rolling around on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That could have been. We're gonna rewrite it. We're gonna reshoot it. It's we I have a couple ideas. really good ideas for this. We got the yeah the, <laughs> the bones. We there's so many ideas we got for this. I mean, definitely like clicking a short movies, film out of this one. <laughs> oh, for sure. These movies like um like Crank is another yeah. one that's just like high octane action always, mm-hmm. you know. And I love this shit. I don't know why. It's just <laughs> it's because the whole time I'm watching, I'm just like, how they do it. I, I like if I watch uh, Jurassic Park, I'm like, yeah, I know how they did that. Clearly, it's CGI <laughs> and a bunch of big old fucking puppets. But like, you know, they got a bunch of big old dinos. Clearly, <laughs> yeah. Duh. But like this, what the hell? How did they do this? Yeah. The, the pure planning and everything that went into it was just amazing and um, so so impressive. Just incredible. Yeah, I agree, and I love like it's not that often where you see things that have like some aspect of creativity some creative idea that's like nothing you've ever seen you know uh or that really just like blows your mind like that and this totally had that and it's not like i mean there have been other pov movies before but like not like this i don't think (laughs) no no and it's just nuts like oh 1917 did like a big one shot Mm -hmm. it's like where's the hardcore henry award for this (laughs) This is like, this is like, yeah, that was cool. But like this, what is this? No one's done this. Yeah. And no one's done it again since because it's, it's just so specific, uh-huh. you know. And grueling and takes all your time and money and <laughs> ruins people's bodies. Oh. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like exhausted afterwards, too. Totally. I had to like go for a walk. Because <laughs> your heart was pounding the whole time. You're doing cardio. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was Henry. <laughs> I was Henry. Yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. Mm -hmm. In the credits to this movie, too, they sort of set up a potential sequel. There's like halfway through the credits, an answering machine. Uh, It's a message that from Jimmy that says, hello, Henry, if you're hearing this, there's one more thing I need you to do. And then like more music plays. So they kind of set up like there might be a little something, but I don't. So I I watched this on Tubi. Yeah, I did too. Okay. Did you autoplay the next thing? I just it it did it for mm-hmm. me, so I missed that whole part. That's a bummer. You got to push back to uh, exit Ugh. the autoplay next thing. <laughs> All right. I'm a big I'll, credits I'll talk, head. <laughs> I'll talk to Tubi. We'll, <laughs> talk to we'll Tubi. Do, just give them the option to skip. Don't auto skip. I, I don't like that. I don't like that. I always watch the credits. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta. I mean, it's, isn't that crazy <laughs> that like as you get older, that's like something you prioritize in a way you you go yeah like wh- what do you why is everyone getting up we're gonna we watch the credits all these people worked very hard this is great like let's give it's like a sign of respect i feel credits can serve multiple purposes too first of all you never know when there's going to be something in the credits and it doesn't have to be sure. at the very end sometimes there's stuff in the middle like this was in the middle of the credits but i've done like motion graphics on credits before mm-hmm. for jobs and like Everything, even doing credits from like a copy standpoint, are it's exhausting. And like, sure. there's just like this. Once you work in the industry and you you get more into film, like, it, there's just like a respect that comes with it. And you kind of just want to see like even the credits fit into the aesthetic of the film as a whole. Like they should, yeah, it should still feel like the same tone, you know, totally. And it does. And so yeah, I, I was um, ashamed that I skipped them. Mm-hmm. I don't. I felt like Tubi didn't give me the option. That's what's gonna get you canceled. <laughs> exactly yeah we known as the credit skipper <laughs> for being rude to the industry <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, credits rip. Yes. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times they are used intentionally. Like, yeah, we just did Sound of Metal, and like they specifically had a song written that was supposed to be like a continuation of the last scene uh, that played over the credits. So it's like, it's about what's happening with him in the last scene of the movie. Oh, So that you can spend a few more minutes with him and with that feeling. So like, there's always something to the credits and i i think credit watching credits rules (laughs) and i always do it and i get roasted for it sometimes because uh normal people don't watch credits i guess and they should so how about that you know um in the small amount of time i worked in reality tv that was one thing that was interesting was that like credits roll the episode isn't over by the time the credits start rolling Mm -hmm. and it goes like right up to the final moment of the tv show the credits are done. They just sort of like bump up mm-hmm. from the bottom. Uh, they do that up top with movies. They do credits when the story has begun. Mm-hmm. I think they should. We should uh, try and do credits like outro credits that that happen while the movie's still going. You think so? So that way, when the movie's done, it's done. It's like <laughs> over. I just say no one. I've never seen that. So let's just try it once. We need one. I don't know about uh, that. One trailbra- trailblazing director to <laughs> just give it a shot, see how it works. I mean, there's also like union stuff. You probably yeah. can't, but like, you know. I mean, we'll another see. thing I like about sitting through the credits is like it's sort of a moment to recharge and like um, absorb mm-hmm. whatever you've just witnessed <laughs> over the last couple yeah. hours or whatever, too. And like, uh, and not meditate on it. I don't know. Like, think about it. <laughs> if Reflect. I, yeah, if there I were. Go. Reflect on what you've seen. If I directed that movie, Hardcore Henry, mm-hmm. I it would <laughs> it would go black. It would cut to me on screen just being like, hey, thanks for sticking around. I appreciate it. Um, I know that was kind of uh, weird to watch a first person movie. Uh, here's here's just a clip from a from a normal movie. And then it would just be like a clip. It's like a clip from like Forrest Gump or something. Just like, oh, that's nice. You know, just like a palate cleanser, like a bowl of pretzels yeah. at the end of the movie just to like undo what the hell just happened yeah that, that's what they should have done all credit should have a clip from forrest gump in it that's <laughs> or something something normal <laughs> yes yeah that's a great idea thank <laughs> so, you <laughs> all right so we've officially rolled the credits on this film so it's time to score this movie out of five yes so what do you think out of five all right mm-hmm. the hate i hate this part i know because it's so permanent. Also, they're all listening right now and like, you know, just waiting, waiting for this. Um, just because of the small parts that made me feel physically nauseous, mm-hmm. you know, which it, it's such a shame because they only happen in a select few parts. Yeah. But I can also see that like a lot of people would immediately write off this movie just because of the first person thing. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, oh, no, 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 that's not for me. Because I kind of did that myself, yeah. knowing that I don't do well with like motion stuff. Uh, that's why I would give it a four. Just because it, of the appeal of the the people who may not be as as balanced in with their inner ear. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> um, it's kind of like in VR. Like, I, I goof around in VR a lot. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I can play games and do experiences where you, like, warp, where basically you, like, cast where you want to teleport to, and then you just appear there. Mm -hmm. But, like, the moment it's a game where when you push forward on the joystick and you physically move, like in normal games, Mm -hmm. um, 
because you're not feeling it in real life, you start to like get sick mm. and it sucks mm-hmm. because all the good games are that. Yeah. And I don't get to play any of them. But I mean, that may be petty of me to not give it a five just because of my own issues with motion. But I mean, that's no, that's I probably that's what I would. Uh, you can score whatever, whatever you want, it. however you want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's give it a, a good, a shiny golden four. I think I'm also going to go four. I think initially most of the movie I would say is three and a half. But once you get to the very end, I think that really bumped it up to a four for me. Totally. Probably. Just even just that last scene with like the easy and uh, the yeah. slamming of the door. <laughs> like I was hooting and hollering. And mm-hmm. yeah, that was pretty badass. So I'm going for um, and then awesome. would we recommend this movie? Yes. Yeah, I'd recommend it. Like throw it on a projector in the backyard, invite some <laughs> friends, have a social distance event. Yeah. Be smart and uh, be safe and <laughs> oh, enjoy God. this. Enjoy this with your friends. It's it's nuts. Yeah. It's super fun. I, I watch it with the subs on. That might be helpful. Yeah. Uh, it probably would be great with a group of people. This is definitely oh, yeah, yeah. a group of people hoot and holler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Now it's time for Scream Vomit. In this part of the pod, we just talk about whatever else we've been watching lately, movies, shows, whatever else. So what have you been watching lately? Sorry, I wasn't prepared. Let me uh, okay. let me see what what have I been watching? Are you googling what have I been watching? <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm I'm searching a bang. Let's see what happens. Uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on, wait, because I'm like in between moving right now, so I'm oh, just yeah? like I just moved. Haven't been. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. This it's... is actually my first time recording in my new house. So. Oh, congrats! <laughs> it's exhausting. Uh, oh, yeah. So I haven't been watching sucks. too much. I did. Let me think. I recently watched um, uh, Servant, which was the M. Night Shyamalan TV show that's on Apple TV. Whoa. Okay. Which uh highly recommend. Yeah. It's just about this family who gets like a like a live in maid and she ends up having like origins in this uh this like cult. And oh, wait, I think so, I heard about this. Does this have yeah. the Harry Potter guy in it? Yes. And yeah. Yeah, it's crazy that his that's his name, Harry Potter guy. Um, he he like uh, Harry Potter guy, Rupert Grint. <laughs> Rupert Grint. He's doing. I assuming he's very British. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard him talk like in his his real yeah, voice. He is. But okay. But oh, Lauren Ambrose do- is in this too from Six yes. Feet Under. Yes, she I love is her. incredible. Mm-hmm. So Rupert, he uh, is doing like what I. Appear or what I assume is like an American accent, uh-huh. but he it, he doesn't like fully commit to it, so okay. it almost comes off like <laughs> Scottish or like or that he's yeah. What's in between British and American is Scottish, like, actually, like almost like transatlantic on, in a way. Like I'm like, okay, dude, bring it back, baby, bring bring back that talk, like oh uh, yeah, word. or like almost like a pirate kind of. It's it's very interesting. Can you do it? Give us a slice. It's like, or like, let me think. Um, <laughs> we gotta get, we gotta get rid of that baby. We got, we, you should, you shouldn't have brought that baby around here, brother, brother. Like the hard R's, you know. Like, but, but yeah, pirates who are trying to do like hard R's, like it's, it's Uh-oh. very good. Don't let that deter you. Pirates love it's, a hard R. <laughs> it's awesome. The the short the short synopsis is. 
Um, <laughs> they they have a fake baby because uh-huh. the she the mom lost the baby, so it's like a therapy mm. thing. Yeah. The the servant moves in to help take care of dishes and towels and stuff, and then next thing you know, the baby's real now. Wow. And they're like, "What the fuck? How did this happen?" <laughs> They're like, what is this crap? And, and the mom is already, like, <laughs> believing that her fake baby was real. So when she sees the real baby, it's like, like... I told you so. She's like, no, it's not even that. It's like nothing changed. She just like, mm. there he is. There's my baby. And we're like, but all the uh, people who don't have this trauma are don't want to say anything. To be like, well, no, we... We can't tell her that it was fake. She doesn't know the difference between the fake baby and the real baby. She's mm-hmm. just got this mental trauma. So, like, it's it's more of, like, everyone else trying to figure out how the fuck this could have happened while also trying to, like, uphold the big lie, you know, and keep mm-hmm. the big secret. And then it just, it just fucking rabbit holes hardcore like tv does yeah and yeah and it's great i i, yeah. I highly recommend it it's uh I, I don't know much about apple tv's programming but it's the one thing that i've seen come out of there that was like very good that i enjoyed hell yeah that that's really the last thing i think that i like really binged before shit just got too crazy in my life so hell yeah all right so i've been watching a few things i got a couple things to name um, I watched Adaptation for the first time. With, oh, cool. Uh, with Nick Cage. I still have not seen that. I had never seen it. This was my first time, too. And it fucking ripped. <laughs> it was Great. so cool. Have you seen Being John Malkovich? Yes. Okay, so I would definitely say do have seen that movie before you watch Adaptation. So if you have, then check mark your in. Um, cool. It was an incredible movie. I really loved it. Uh, Nick Cage rocks the whole story rocks that was a five-star film for me oh wow and i rewatched death of dick long uh which we did on pod like over a year ago i think uh, oh with andre highland yeah with andre oh great Your buddy yeah yay <laughs> he's the best oh yeah he rocks <laughs> love andre shout out to andre uh if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> andre shout out to you dude one okay mm-hmm. like an old early power violent show mm-hmm. andre and uh this dude, Joe Staken, did uh, like a bit on stage. This was like a while ago and they needed like an audience participant. And the woman that they got to come on stage ended up being the actress that was in It Follows. What's her name? Micah Monroe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, per- the the woman they ended up bringing on stage <laughs> as their guest ended up being Micah Monroe. And this was like well before. This must have been like 2011 when this uh-huh. happened. So um, I remember I had, had this photo of them on stage with her, like, sitting in a chair doing this audience participation thing. And uh, when It Follows came out, I'm like, oh, I'm going to tag her in it. And then she's going to share it. And then our our comedy show is going to be huge. <laughs> and <laughs> probably so, like. How'd that go? <laughs> uh, it worked. No, it didn't. Uh, no, it's just like, it's just like a funny story about with Andre that, like, he had the slip. I don't really, how. How did you, Micah, if you're reading, if you're reading this, if you're listening, (laughs) how did you end up there? How did you end up (laughs) at a tiny black box theater in like the scummiest part of Hollywood, like on a Sunday night? At like an alt comedy show. Yeah, an alt comedy show. Like, (laughs) I just want to know how you, how you got there. Maybe she's a sneak freak. Maybe. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Andre's incredible, incredible friend, incredible guy. Yeah. Incredible filmmaker too. Just Hell yeah. wow. 
No, he rocks he's been, in every yeah, way. And, and like uh, just going going back to all like what was the old the blonde chili was that what it was mm-hmm. like they had a, like from like even back in the day like Clay always had like his like DVDs laying around like Aww. we've just always been a fan of that dude and um, just couldn't be a nicer guy too I know right <laughs> yeah. what the hell <laughs> it's kind of fucked like, up do but you he, ever get mad he's about <laughs> <laughs> he's about to literally pop off like here in a minute <laughs> like, yeah no he's he's ready I gotta that's Good to know. I gotta hit him up. I gotta get in. I want to be the the turtle in his entourage situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Andre, if he needs a turtle guy in his cast. If you're listening and you need a turtle, <laughs> I'm ready to ride your coattails, baby. Aww. Hit me up. And you know what? It's time for him too. He's been doing this for so long. Yeah, uh, yeah. He needs to pop off. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Andre Highland popping off 2021. Let's fucking support go. for Andre. Let's make this. Yes. Um. Let's go. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Death of Dick Long rocks, too. That was the second time I've seen it because we did do it on pod and even better the second time around. So um, loved it. And it's up free a bunch of places now, too. So it wasn't for a long time. Well, I hope even though it's up free, I still hope that money ends up in Andre's pocket. Yeah. Whatever we can do to get money in Andre's pocket. Um, <laughs> yes. We feel good about. I did also Bingo. buy the DVD. I just haven't hooked up my DVD player yet. So. <laughs> ah. Well, good luck with that. Let me know if you need any help. It's <laughs> Figuring out the cables? Because like you are one, the cables guy. Huh? I am a cables guy. <laughs> and actually, it, this is what I love. Uh, I love that, like, because I had this background from Circuit City and mm-hmm. with computers and all this stuff, I'm like the, uh, just the tech friend, you know? Hell yeah. And it, it kind of, at one point, became like a joke when, you know, I'd, I'd get a text message from uh, from an attractive uh, person, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, "Hey," and I'd be like, "Oh, hey," and they'd be like, "How have you been?" I'd be like, "I've been great. It's great hearing from you." And I would turn to my roommate and be like, "She's probably gonna ask me a tech question. Like, just <laughs> oh, no. do you want to like? How much would you bet that the next text I get is like?" Hey, so my computer's doing this funny thing. And it was like almost like always it was a, it was cursed. It was almost Aww. always like, "Hey, so I have a I have a 2015 uh MacBook Pro Retina and for some reason it's doing I'm like, "Oh, here we go." Okay. Yeah, but you know, it's like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll help you." Don't out. even bother I'm, getting horny anymore. I know. <laughs> I tell, like I anytime, yeah, anytime a, a woman would talk to me, I'd be like, oh, "We're closed." All right, we're closed today. Like what? Uh, never mind. Sorry, PTS from who are you? Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's that's, so uh, that's great. I will be I will be your tech hero anytime. So <laughs> I'm you. here. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. All right, I got like uh, three more quick things on my little great. list. All right, I watched Mr. Lonely, which is a Harmony Korin movie. First time I'd ever seen that as well. It's like about a bunch of people who impersonate celebrities. It also has like a crazy bunch of people in the cast. Um, Werner Herzog's in the cast. Uh, Dennis Levant and Leo Skarax are both in the cast as well. Um, And I think that the movie kind of also shows some of those creators' influences in the film too. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I didn't watch it for the longest time because... It primarily focuses on a Michael Jackson impersonator and, uh, well, you know. So, yeah. um, if you so. haven't, um, if you haven't heard Josh Fadum do his Werner Herzog joke, 
highly recommend trying to like find a clip of it. He he has a bit where it's Werner Herzog pitching a hidden camera TV show, and it's okay. <laughs> perfect. So it's just him being. I'm not. I'm not. I'm butchering it, but like, it's him just being like, I think we should create the illusion <laughs> that like. <laughs> that uh, 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 an alternate reality and he's like diving deep into the concept of a hidden camera tv show <laughs> yeah it's like and i think someone should pop out and i also think it should be me <laughs> <laughs> it's so oh, good yeah shout out to josh shout out to great comedy <laughs> yeah I shout love out it. to comedy yeah <laughs> so that movie actually i think was I think it's one of my favorite Harmony Korin movies. I mean, it's hard to compare anything to Gummo, but like besides that, yeah. um, I think it's one of my faves. It was actually really good. Mr. Lonely, that one's called. Great. All right, two more. One thing I watched was The American Astronaut. Have you heard of this movie? No. It's kind of a really deep weirdo cut uh, film from 2001, but a couple freak friends have recommended it to me. Uh, past guests of the pod, Frank O.K. and Adam Murray, both. Uh, recommended this film to me so i finally watched it last night and it was super weird <laughs> it's kind of like oh, wow. a western sort of but set in space like in the future over multiple planets i don't think i've seen anything like it <laughs> ever before i am still kind of piecing together what i feel about it but if hmm. nothing else i have big respect for the film because it's so unique um and really well done for being just like a low budget weirdo art film from 2001 so <laughs> that's awesome and then last thing is actually one of your videos <laughs> what but <laughs> well i watched an old power violence video at random oh no which one <laughs> not um, that i'm embarrassed by them it's just like a lot of these things were made we were you're babies like 20, we're babies yeah you can I think see this is like got eight like or nine years ago hair. yeah I got a beautiful hairline still. Like, it's <laughs> strong as ever. Yeah. I. All right. Which one? No, it was incredible, though. I watched Older Brother. Well, oh. I watched a couple, but that was one of them. <laughs> okay. No, it was great. It's great. Some... Are you shy? What's... No. Oh, yeah, a little. But, like, I. wait, was that you? Someone. Hold on. Was that you? You're not in the Discord, are you? Hold yes. on. Oh, was that you who posted that? <laughs> oh, yeah, that? it was me. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, okay. Because I, yeah, I, oh, it is you. Okay, okay, cool. It's grandma. Yes. Yeah, you were like. You I'm grandma said, on the Discord. I'm Meat Boy okay. on Twitch. That's awesome. Now, thank you for saying that. Um, yeah, you said this, I think this counts as a short film. <laughs> yeah. And I watched it because I hadn't seen that in a long time. Uh -huh. And I watched it again. And I'm like, damn, it kind of does. Like, it has like a. It feels it like has, a short film. It feels like a short film. It doesn't it has feel a like a sketch. Like beginning, some of the middle, videos are end. Sketches or are like jokes or whatever pranks. Yeah. I watch the um. <laughs> there's one where you like put cartwheels on like a skateboard and are going down hills. Yes. Whatever, like jackass style. <laughs> yeah. That was. <laughs> That's not a short film, but it was fun. No, no, but... <laughs> no, no. But this one, yeah, this is like. Oh man, we had so much fun in that big mansion. We lived in this huge mansion mm -hmm. and just. It was a playground to just film all of our stuff. Like basically the the version of comedy that we were always trying to make is like, you know, when there's like four people and they all poke their head around the corner, but they're mm -hmm. all like lined up on top of each other like a totem pole. Yeah. Like 
that basically is the aesthetic of the comedy we were trying to go for. It's <laughs> like that slapstick, like, uh-huh. and like four people look around the corner or like, or oh, I watched or, a cup video too. The cup. Oh one my God. <laughs> that again, we had, so I didn't have any friends. Clay had one friend named Dan. And then like wit had like a small amount of friends he met. Cause he did like UCB like intro ucb classes or something mm-hmm. so like we did all we did was hang out constantly <laughs> and film anything at any time whenever we were just like itching to film there's so many sketches that are not on the youtube that have no story whatsoever and it's just like based around a voice or or yeah. commonly based around not knowing what something is that yeah. was like the most popular theme of our videos. <laughs> older There's brother another... and Cup are both like not knowing what something is. Well, like, if older if brother you... is wit learning what an older brother yes. is. It, there's more where that came from. There's also one called. There's also one called Alarm, mm-hmm. which is I play. I guess I play like a father figure to Wit and Clay, and I uh-huh. I holler down the stairs like, "You boys remember to set your alarm?" And they mm-hmm. go, "Yeah, totally, we did." And then uh, they go into a full-blown panic because they don't know what an alarm is. And so Clay goes to Google it and searches A and then alarm. And like alarm is some sort of like organization that like relocates like immigrants or something. And then so they go on this crazy drive to where they they take this like this Mexican citizen these. who's in America and we take him back to mexico and uh-huh. it's just chaos like it, <laughs> it all because they don't know what alarm means uh yeah that was very common one uh we did a lot of a lot of that my favorite of the crap that we made was yeah. um we made these series of videos with the word talk in it so one was called like office talk and the other one was called auto talk mm-hmm. and one one was supposed to be called movers talk but we just called it movers but it would basically be like I was the boss and these were my boys that worked for me. Mm-hmm. And the, it's just like classic slapstick, like uh, three stooges style bits. And so auto talk, for instance, is like me on the phone with a customer talking about like uh, trying to get parts. And meanwhile, Clay in the back or in the back trying to like work on this car and they're just destroying it. They're just like, <laughs> like drilling the paint with like a gun <laughs> and like hitting the windows and breaking them with a hammer. Uh-huh. And then the movers one is like me on the phone with yet another customer telling them like how I'm, I can guarantee that we're going to have you moved into your new house by sundown. And I'm like, I got two of my best boys on it. And meanwhile, Clay and Wit are in the house just completely breaking all the dishes and like <laughs> tearing the place apart. And it just happened that like we made these sketches based around like Wit having something that he was like abandoning or leaving. So he's like, I have this car <laughs> that no longer works. We're going to film this video around it. Or I'm moving out of my apartment. Let's film this sketch where we like, break everything which i'm pretty sure he lost his deposit because we (laughs) because we shot that but there's a lot of little gems in there i'm glad you watched something like it's it's from a very specific time in our lives Mm -hmm. but i'll always be proud of the stuff we did as power violence but uh it's it's a lot of fun to go back especially because like it was such a long time ago my my whole head has changed shape like (laughs) it's like i look at this guy i'm like i don't know who who is this frankenstein looking (laughs) 
guy like my oh <laughs> well, yeah my head is shaped differently now it's so weird like i just had the same feeling i just had a memories thing pop up from like i don't know seven or eight years ago yeah and you're and like whose head is this thing. <laughs> like, my head does not even look close well, to that. yeah exactly <laughs> well thanks for watching that that means a lot oh yeah i mean i've i think i've watched uh everything of really all of y'all's that i can find. and and thanks for for sharing uh <laughs> the more than a feeling also that mm -hmm. was that was great that was a lot of fun to make and uh i've been itching to shoot another short and uh i got one uh in the in say. the works shoot to shoot to short it's uh <laughs> it's in the works and yeah. uh it's very fun yeah um, another one that you wrote uh another one that i wrote with a friend of mine and uh yeah it's uh just you know we're trying to like navigate what the heck is going on with this virus first and then <laughs> before we like put anything into motion uh wait who's the friend hold on i was writing it with someone and then they're no longer involved oh, but okay <laughs> yeah you it's uh names i just know that we have a mutual who's doing a short next month so i don't know oh really doing. is it well, cal who is uh, it no kavitsky or do you know kavitsky yeah you oh do. my you god some yeah of the stuff yeah yeah, Alex Kavutsky, love uh -huh. that dude. He's great. Um, he yeah, we've been like, okay, so Alex is the guy who really got me to like drive the whole like uh, New York cab driver type character. Yeah. Like, I think he recognized that from all the power violence stuff uh -huh. and was like, I got to put this guy in my film. So when we did the Alex Kavutsky's Guide to, guy filmmaking, to filmmaking for Channel mm -hmm. 101, that was truly some of the most fun I've ever had because I could go for i can improvise forever as that character like uh -huh. i can't as bud but i can as that guy just put like a little cabbie hat and like a uh -huh. little like cigarette <laughs> in my mouth or whatever a little toothpick or something uh -huh. fuck it all day all day i'll give you that guy it's like my favorite it's it's just That's like when you really clicked into place like who you were <laughs> yeah yeah it's just like it's like chubby bugs bunny kind of like <laughs> hey how you doing how you doing boss hey how you doing doc you know uh -huh, and yeah. yeah hey have a seat here you how's the uh air temperature you want it hot or you want it cold hey what do you you know it's yeah. like it's <laughs> forever you just look around and talk about stuff around you in that voice and it just it just spills out beautifully oh yeah alex really uh helped me find that and and hone it in and perfect it because everything that he cast me in is basically that yeah <laughs> That's great. Great brain in that An head, Alex. How does he do that? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, uh, good BTS on all of this. Yeah. <laughs> that ripped. Um, that's all That's all I watched this week. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, thanks for all that uh, extra info. It's now time for plugs. What do you have to plug? Plug, let's go. Find you? All right. Find me at Bud Anthony Diaz on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, please follow my podcast at the Dreamcast Podcast on Instagram and the DCPC on Twitter. <laughs> I, that's a, <laughs> the closest I could get. <laughs> um, yeah. A bit of advice if you're starting a podcast, make sure the uniform handles are available. Throughout. Or name it something so weird that no one would claim it, such as Bingo. screen vomit. <laughs> Bingo. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that way you can get all the Gmails, yeah. all the socials, get everything, <laughs> line it up real nice. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, yeah, follow the Dreamcast podcast. It's uh, a podcast I run with a uh, friend comedian, Moses Goldfarb, who's wonderful. And it's basically 90% about tales of us uh, in life and 10% about the Dreamcast. <laughs> but oh, <yeah>. uh, it's <laughs> it's super fun. Um, yeah. And then find me. Oh, yeah. On uh, Twitch, twitch.tv slash Bud Anthony. I, I dropped. I didn't whitewash my own name. I dropped the Diaz from it <laughs> because multiple people had suggested to me saying that my handle was like too long. So mm-hmm. I thought, okay, I'll so drop Diaz. the end instead of the middle. Right. And then um, you could have made it Bud Tony. <laughs> I could have. Yeah. Or it's just Bud, <laughs> Bud A, Bud A Diaz, but then it looks like Buddha Diaz. I don't know. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. So I think I'm going to bring it back. But for now, if you're listening, mm-hmm. uh, it's currently twitch.tv slash Bud Anthony. Um, I primarily play Game Fools games on there. You're not going to want to miss this. GameFools.com. Triple A games right on your mobile. And yeah, and I do draw streams too because I'm trying to, I used to draw all the time and then I kind of stopped because I grew up and now I want to ungrow up and start drawing again. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love the drawing streams. They're Thank so you chill. so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. you I mean, because it, we have a time difference. You always stream like right, like at nighttime, like wind down going to bedtime for me. Oh, so. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Would it help if I did it earlier? <laughs> Or no, it's great. Well, it's pros and cons because I usually end up staying up too late watching, but sure. it's also pros because it's such a good like wind down vibe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so chill. Cool. Because I'm three hours later than you. I'm on Eastern time. So. Uh, got it. Got it. Okay. I'm, I'm glad you enjoy it <laughs> and I'll do better. <laughs> but, yeah. Just keep doing what you're doing. It's cool. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Um, And watch out in the future for Bud's future short film. That yeah. Thank you right check it's, out the past ones it's or check out the past ones too yeah the the new stuff it's just like it's it's still like in conceptual forms but yeah. it's but, but so the check beauty it out in a couple of years yeah you, you'll love it the the untitled bud diaz 2.0 project no that's still the idea is still kind of being worked out you get it you'll figure it out oh yeah but yeah this has been awesome uh thanks for having me on this is great oh thank you Thank you for coming. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and just to run through my plugs real fast, you can find the show on Instagram and everywhere else at Screen Vomit. One word on all the things. Do all the stuff. Give us a subscribe, rate and review, etc. Um, you can send us an email at ScreenVomitPod at gmail.com with your thoughts on this movie or other movies. Suggest a movie, suggest a guest, whatever. I don't care. Um, I don't know what we'll be watching next week yet. So you can follow the Instagram. I always post it there. Yeah, so that's all for me. So that's pretty much the end of the damn show. We did it. Thanks again, Bud, for joining me. Thank you, Kayla. (laughs) And we'll see everyone else next week. Okay, bye. Bye. Gay is cool. So there.